This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And once again, as always, folks, a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon.com, The Daisy Podcast. Our $10 supporters, Scouse Peter Gaming and Dick Donovan, thank you so, so much, guys. Your support is really appreciated. And a massive shout out to our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. I don't know why you do it, mate, but we can't thank you enough for your support for The Daisy Podcast. All the best, folks, and enjoy the show. Fifty-three of the podcast. How are we all doing? Doing very well today. And we are joined today not by syntax, as it says on my display, because I'm changing that now. But we are joined by a last-minute standing guest, Mr. Dino Sabino. Dean Beans, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. Glad you could. Uh... Allow me this chance just to hear uh, some good news today. Ah, you did. Well, we'll get into that shortly. Um, but, um, yeah, we had um, uh, two guests lined up. Um, we got some feedback marks um, that uh, we weren't really paying much attention to the players and we were focusing on uh, modders and uh, content creators and the devs and all that too much. And we decided we would throw it out and every uh, month we'll do a players episode and both of our players stood us up um one at least did message us sandal um said he's not feeling well so um i hope you're getting better mate um and syntax was last seen awake at 3 a.m um which is about three hours ago so i'm guessing he had a big session um uh, last night and um has slept in but that's all good um luckily dinos was um uh in chat and said hey i can jump on and fucking hope i'll be uh very happy to get you on buddy yeah yeah that's good i uh i've watched quite a few now and thought it's about time i stopped typing and started talking <laughs> well it's a pleasure to have you mate pleasure to have you so just for um the the people in chat um tell us a bit about yourself mate well i guess uh I'm one of the old school people who started way back in uh, Operation Flashpoint. Oh. It was when I was uh, 2001. It got the old, you'll hear this story many a time about the uh, demo disc in a magazine. <laughs> That's where it all started for me as well. Yep. Quite, uh, quite a few old school boys. Uh, That's how they found their way here and lost 20 years of their life now, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still, uh, I guess many of us that have been here that long, we're, we're kind of like problem solvers, inquisitive, you know. Uh, Operation Flashpoint was a groundbreaking game, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, it was It was just, just so unique. I mean, I remember <clears throat> we were sat in the GameSpy lobbies and suddenly a screen would go black and then the game would start up. And the next thing you know, you're in game and this massive, massive open uh, arena. And mm-hmm. and then if that wasn't enough, an helicopter goes flying by. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever uh, play it, Marks? 
No, never played it. I played, um, I think it was Operation Flashpoint, um, uh, was it Dragon Rising um, was the first one to be released on console. Uh, and I remember getting it. And up until then, all I'd ever played was games like Call of Duty, Medal of Honor, and things like that. And uh, Operation Flashpoint, I just kept on fucking dying. And dying, and dying, and like from one shots. And you're like, how fucking OP are these guys? And then, you know, the brain eventually kicks in after you stop raging and throwing your controller across the room. Uh, and it was like, maybe I need to play smarter. You know, they wouldn't make the game impossible. Um, and sure enough... Now, I started implementing real infantry tactics and I started actually succeeding and you know, managed to beat the missions in the game. And it blew me away that someone made a game that difficult. Um, but it was brilliantly done, wasn't it, uh, Dean? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. It was just... Sometimes in life, maybe a bit like uh, barn find, you know, cars... Mm-hmm. It shouldn't work, and it's a bit beaten up, and it's it's more it's it's just so intriguing that it you you get absorbed into it, don't you? There's uh, I don't know, it's two kinds of people sometimes. I always want to get into a, a brand new shiny Ferrari. <laughs> those that want to get into a you know a buy and find and and do it up, yeah, you know, restore it kind of thing. And that, to me, that's worth flashpoint was it was it was kind of unfinished and a bit you know rusty around the edges and you you wanted to delve into it and see if you could improve it yourself and that's kind of a bit of a signature for bi games though isn't it they develop a bit of a core engine and then let modders do their thing marks yeah, yeah it seems that way over the years anyway mm. yeah yeah they had a good business pie as i call it i mean what what better business model? You have a game full of yeah. creators, and then you have a military simulation on the side that needs creators for that. I mean, it must have been amazing <laughs> for like a recruitment tool, wasn't it? Almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did. Well, they, as they, um, you know, as we can see, they have recruited people who've done modding um, in the past. Um, yeah. You know, probably the two big ones that stick out in everyone's minds would be Dean Hall and um, Sumrak. Yeah, yeah, fair play to him as well. It's, so uh, you're a modder as well, mate. Well, I, I, I pretend to be, and I've, I've made quite <laughs> a few things. I, I guess my uh, moment of glory was my horse for Armour Three, and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's specifically why I'm in Daisy because I, I want to get a horse in, and that's yes. I've always said once I do that, I don't know what's left for me to do in Daisy, but. I, I do recall um, uh, Brian Hicks, I think, in an interview said that um, uh, the CEO or the head of uh, BI um, was very, very keen for there to be a horse in DayZ, but it just proved to be too difficult for them or something, I think they said in the end, which is very sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I always smiled when I got the uh, the horse in uh, I'm the Salt. I mean, I must say, along with uh, Max, who did the animations for me, mm-hmm. uh, a great guy, very talented chap among many. Uh, but I always smiled because I knew, like you said, the Spanwell brothers uh, always wanted to do a uh, Western uh, scenario, so I believe anyway. Rumour always had it. that One of their uh, goals was to do a Western-themed uh, scenario. With horses, etc. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was some mission. Six years it took. 
So what's some DayZ mods of yours that people might be familiar with? Uh, well, I guess the most popular one at the moment is the Surfaces mod, which allows grip for all vehicles. I think that's something like uh, 250,000 subscribers. And then I have the uh, Mustang car, mm-hmm. which is probably as far as I would like to go to put a modern car into Daisy because it's all, it's, it is very post apocalyptic looking. So I think I got away with that. Although I must uh, say it isn't my model or anything. I only put the uh, configuration together and stuff. But yeah. Maybe uh, a DBO Mustang, DBO surfaces. So how, how difficult is it to, have you done much work on getting a horse in Daisy? Is it difficult, or what? It is, like, yeah, yeah. I, I would assume so. Um, it would be always cool it, to see it, see a horse in it, the game. I, well, I'll show you a video shortly, and uh, but I took a break from it because it was getting too much. It's it's very difficult. It's uh, hmm. well, you've heard about from the devs themselves. Even they say. The thing is, in Armed Assault, I had uh, avenues that I could take so that you could be sat on the horse, but still be, sorry, you, yeah, you would be the unit on the horse, but your controls mm. were controlling the horse, so to speak. So okay, in that yeah. scenario, I think there were, at some point, uh, Bohemia put some coding for a UAV. Uh, an unmanned uh, vehicle so mm-hmm. i abused that code so that the horse became the uav <laughs> so i magically attached the player onto the horse and he was controlling the uav but it was the horse so it was yeah yeah there's some oh. work around magic which is 90 some... percent of all add-ons yeah that's kind of cool so, yeah at the moment uh I mean, I, I hopefully I'll get into this in a minute, but right now I'm I'm creating tutorials for everybody to make add-ons for Daisy, and that's that's the big thing. And on Sunday tomorrow, I'm going to be opening up uh, about 30, 40 hours worth of videos that will allow people to learn how to make their own add-ons, because. Uh, for lots of reasons, I I learnt through others, and uh, there isn't much out there in terms of explaining, uh, you know, in a video slowly, along with actual files that you can read and see that yeah. correlate with the videos. Mm. Yeah, then, there uh, is there is a lot of like twelve videos out there. Uh, some of them are usually good, but then there is some out there that you're just like. Is this, can this even be classed as a tutorial video? Some of them you can be that bad at times. Yeah, um, exactly. So. What's your so YouTube channel? It's uh, Dino's Daisy Tutorials, I think. I've just changed it recently because I'm I'm going all out with my uh, social media and stuff like that. Uh, shall I find some links? Well, the best place to go really is to my Discord and then everything's there. I think I have 400 people there now, so... 
If you can, if you can put a link in chat, because I just, uh, uh, no, no, I'm not getting a link to your channel, uh, but we'll put that into um, chat as well so that people can uh, find it. I'll just put it there now. Uh, I'm not used to all these, <laughs> this many windows. There. there we go. Do I link it there in your Twitch? Yeah. Nice one. So yeah, uh, basically tomorrow, all that will become uh, a nice place of education where people can learn. Like I said, I've put quite a number of hours into it and uh, I've actually been doing it for two years now. And like I said, there's 400 people in there and uh, varying success. It isn't easy, you know. It, You've got to have the uh, a bit of aptitude about you. And uh, like everything else in life, you've got to want to learn. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly. They're going like to be nice for people to have. So if they ever do need them, they're there and ready and waiting to just be watched. And hopefully yeah. people will learn stuff from them, you know? I'd like to think at least in the last 12 months, 100 people or so... I've gone on to learn and make their own things, which is great for me. Mm. Yeah. You know, I feel uh, uh, two or three people have achieved so much they can teach me now. In fact, I rather than go back and watch my own videos, I ask them because, they, uh, you know, some people are really good at learning and cracking on, aren't they? Yeah, for sure. But yeah. So just a, an overview, like I say, tomorrow, I will be opening up the videos that are just put to one side at the minute because I don't want to release everything at once but basically it will start off with uh, how to make a vehicle put it in game uh, it'll be a tutorial on textures very simple how to retexture something uh, existing assets like the uh, off-road hatchback just with a, mm -hmm. a simple configuration you know nothing yep. too complex uh, then yeah. I'll there's more complex one where I don't know, or probably my blood suckers are another add-on that people will know about. So I've uh, <clears throat> the ones on the mouse, yeah, they're like Marmite, I guess. <laughs> some love them, some absolutely hate them. <laughs> so there's a tutorial on how to create uh, characters. Uh, I've just worked on and it's almost ready on a very easy way using a, a tool called blender where you literally put two models in there press four buttons and what comes out is a model that can be used in daisy and uh, cool. so if you want a werewolf or whatever you know you want mm -hmm. uh, i'm hoping Bohemia are going to come up with the goods and um, release some animal files so I can take those and then transfer the weights to new animals because I've just done a tigers they're on beta the, the tiger looks Metro. fucking awesome man that little um, that, that, yeah. yeah, that clip he dropped on us um, was it last week uh, Marks it just looks yeah. like I'm used to the wolves getting down, but watching that tiger animation of when it gets down and it's you know getting ready to leap at you, 
Yeah. That is yeah. just, I, I can't wait to see that on a server and not know that it's going to be there and just have it just scare the living. Be- have, you, have you got Tiger Audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, I've 98% now of the audio is Tiger. There's just a couple of little growls from somewhere that uh, I can't find yet, but I will. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, there's been two moments when I was one when I was creating the bloodsuckers and I was in a tunnel. Uh, somebody had given me some code to spawn them, and I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not really all fair with the mission stuff. Uh, fair play to the guys; they don't get enough credit. Those that make the missions, you know. I know a lot of times <laughs> server owners, add-on makers get a lot talked about, but the ones who make the mission really do ramp it up. And uh, anyway. This guy gave me some code, so I'm walking down this tunnel in the mouse, and suddenly one of them bloodsuckers just appears and roars its head off, and ah, oh, yeah, I shat myself. <laughs> but, uh, it was fantastic. But then it happened with the tigers as well. I was the, I didn't. Sometimes this game, you know, the AI is incredible. It does things that you haven't told it to do because. Mm-hmm. You know, they go somewhere or approach you or uh, stalk you, don't they? It's amazing. Yeah, especially the wolves, whatever AI they're using is great. But, yeah. It is quite cool, actually, yeah. Yeah, so... If, uh, sorry, go on. If that Tiger mod does get, like, you know, Tiger audio and all that stuff as well, um, it's going to be very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it. Like I say, it's 98%. They're on, uh, I think it's called DBO Tigers Beta or something. I can, uh, let me just link it now if I can find my own stuff. I actually have it here. I have a link. uh, I'll drop it in. Well, then. Nice one. There we go. Good stuff. But yeah, uh, so. The big thing that I would like to reveal, well, I've got this opportunity, is that I'm just checking on all the licenses for my uh, creations. I have 82 add-ons altogether <laughs> on Daisy, wow. and uh, over the next coming month, I am going to compile them and release them in an unbinarized format. So anybody, <clears throat> I'm also going to release a video showing you how to. Cr- create these in your own name so you'll have your own bloodsuckers you can tweak them how you like them you can have your own tigers apart from the mustang and the horses because they're not you know they're so tied up in licenses and the copyrights mm. i can't do it with them yeah so well like i say what i like to reveal is my intention is to release all the add-ons i've made for people to use themselves and tag themselves and I'll do a video showing them just in notepad how mm-hmm. they take my tag which is DBO and they create their own tag uh, so uh, two reasons for doing that a people get to tweak them and and uh, create their own versions how they like them how much loot my cars can carry how much armor the bloodsuckers have uh you know things like that what textures they were 
maybe the blood suckers you don't want them having those silly uh, face appendages. Uh, and the reason I'm doing that is I get so many questions. I just thought, you know what, let people make their own versions and learn along the way. So how old are you, Dean, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, <clears throat> I might. Well, I'm, I'm on a young 50, uh, 52. So you're an early adopter of uh, computers and stuff then, mate. Um, yeah. If you like yeah, myself, you can remember when they first got introduced to schools. and. Yeah. Have yeah. you always been involved in you know, computer code and things like that, or is it just a hobby for you? Uh, yeah, it, it, both, really. I've never done it for money, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm a gardener by trade. Luckily enough, I stay outside. <laughs> God forbid, if I coded for a job and did this, I, I think, uh, well, my eyes would probably be useless in daylight. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, the point you hit on there, yeah, I, I took the uh, first courses at school that was uh, available in GCSE, as we called it, 1984, five. Mm-hmm. On, uh, I had a Commodore 64 at home, but we had yes. to learn on the BBC. The old, uh, cassette, the old cassette loader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, 56K modem when you could afford one. Yeah. Well, it'd be 14, what was it? 14K first, wasn't it? Can't, I can't remember. Yeah. We never had a modem. We just had the uh, computer and the cassette player, and then we were lucky enough to get the uh, floppy disk. Um, yeah. I, I always say the cassette player was the best thing for um, gaming because you'd get that board waiting for the cassette to run through its 40 minutes or so for the game to load that you'd just end up outside playing again. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was the big game. It was uh, China Minor for the Commodore. And, uh, if you've got a syntax error, cannot <laughs> cannot load <laughs> near the end. It killed you, didn't it? And if, if you remember the book... There was a text uh, input program in there of about, uh, what was it, 1,500 lines. But in those days, they couldn't uh, put a uh, email out saying there's a syntax error <laughs> in the <laughs> book. <laughs> I remember one of the first things I ever read on a news group was about that syntax error in the Commodore book. <laughs> Ironic. So what else have you got lined up for us? You've got the big channel re- uh, releasing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we've got those. Uh, the big things I can't tell you about. I mean, uh, I've been doing work for a very, very, one of the biggest names on uh, YouTube videos uh, in regards to uh, him and Daisy Standalone. I won't say any more than that. Ooh. <laughs> so don't, you, you can't don't. just drop a bomb like that on us, can he, Marks? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've signed NDAs. Don't, don't ask me any more. I'll just tease you with that. But uh, at least take it as there's some exciting stuff to come for Day Z this year. So we're going to be getting uh, Running James Man skins um, later this year, confirmed by uh, Dino. Thank you very much, mate. <laughs> no, no, I would never say bigger than Running Man's, but uh, it's a big, big chap. I think Lex Hawthorne, it is. Uh, yeah, 
I, I know that name. Why do I know that name? Oh, everyone knows Lax Hawthorne. He's probably the biggest Aussie uh, DayZ creator at the moment. Uh, He's an absolute legend, well, even he, if he has given up his um, luscious locks to now wear a hipster beanie. Well, that's the other thing. If people come to my uh, Discord and they want to learn, they've got to imagine this. I, I've had DayZ for a few years now. And I've got something like 1,200 hours, but I've never actually played the game. <laughs> so those 1,200 1, hours are made up from me starting the game to test an add-on for about 5, 10 minutes. So I've probably started the game about 100,000 times. Well, yet I've, I've never really... I have played it, obviously, but what I mean is I haven't had a meaningful uh, three or four hour sessions like the content creators do on Twitch. But, uh, That's pretty cool. I've seen, yeah. um, I was just looking through your workshop and all your, your mods for Daisy and stuff. I see you have uh, bikes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've got experimental motorbikes and push bikes on there. Like I say, I like to push the boundaries and find workarounds. They do work. Yeah. But uh, it's like everything else. When you get into multiplayer in DayZ at the minute, the most unstable things becomes extremely unstable, doesn't it? So, yeah, especially on like uh, a high pop server. You yeah. To find yeah, like yeah, vehicles yeah. and stuff are just not really usable. But um No. But I mean people use them. I mean there's a horse hmm. that's actually a car on there and I get lots of medieval service and things like that yeah Yeah, uh, i've seen that one i didn't i didn't realize you had bikes and stuff like i've just seen it there now like the the motorbike one i just saw the video you had of it there and it all works the only thing it's technically kind of missing is the animations which i know yeah you can't have because they're just not in they're not coded into the game or whatnot um well that that's it that is a fantastic subject that uh Maybe we could press Bohemia, but I don't think they could help us because they don't have it either. We can only, oh, well, exactly, yeah, exactly, they don't. Exactly that. I think, you know, we're allowed to speculate because there's no news. And, and the speculation is that the developers who did the animations left and uh, the knowledge has gone with yeah. them. So. I think um, I'm going to make a video on that bike mod. I want to showcase it. I want to test it out and just see what it's like. It's something yeah, I want to do, do because, uh, because I'm always I getting think... asked by, you know, anyone out there, like, will bikes ever come to Daisy? You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that mod exactly is a good way to show them why it's like not why in Daisy at the moment. Yeah. Have, you, have you got a link yeah. to it, uh, Mark, so I can bring it up I and do. show people? Yeah. Um, I would suggest maybe try it in single player if you get a bad Oh, yeah, I will. I have... I haven't touched it for a while, I'll admit, because I'm driven by uh, people asking me, uh, "Hello, can you fix this, or why is this like that? Not, I mean, none of us were driven by, I know I've heard it here before, fix your fucking mod. <laughs> I get that, on a day, get, that, get that on a daily basis. I just had an absolute classic, and uh, I actually made a channel in my own Discord. Uh, I'm not naming and shaming the chap because he made me laugh, but I just got one on there. One of my add-ons, the chap says, uh, it's okay 
but the guy in the back seat can steer the car as well as the driver. <laughs> well, I haven't touched it for 12 months. Nobody else is complaining. I mean, surely you've got like expansion or one of those dodgy helicopter mods loaded as well. And it's that. But they don't seem yeah. to think uh, it's, the, it's the mod that they're sat in or if the gun that they're firing that's the problem. It's never something else that they loaded the night before, you know. So, mm, yeah it it's always it's always the people that um the people that say fix your mod or you know they try and give you tips on your mod or like you know all this stuff and yeah. they don't yeah. realize how difficult it might be to be able to fix a mod or stuff like that and it's yeah that could be Easy. very frustrating i could see how that could be like you know just trying yeah. to be mental well especially as those poor add-on makers where the only guys that can't really make a, a bit of uh, dosh or... mm. Yeah, I mean, if you look at me <clears throat> with my tutorials, I'm not actually allowed to show my tutorials for profit because I'm using the tools in, in the, in the videos. It's stupid. Really? I can accept donations, but if I set up a Patreon or something like that, and yeah. just exclusively showed them videos to the patrons, I could be uh, torn down. So it's uh, wow. It's That's, uh... it's not quite. And yeah. there are people in, mm-hmm. in the community who watch for that and report it. You know, it's it's terrible, really. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very tricky situation. The entire yeah, like yeah. modding and monetization part. It's very yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, if they were, if everybody were strict to the rule, there wouldn't be any twitch streams or anything would they because you know twitch streamers is a business you know i i Mm -hmm. i uh i thought about streaming live on twitch with the tools but if i did that and got subscribers is that against the rules (laughs) you just don't know do you yeah it's very gray area Mm. yeah i went to the license page and it it strictly says no you cannot uh, you know you're allowed to accept adverts on your youtube it specifically says that but uh, beyond that you need permission maybe you could write to bohemia but uh, yeah you... but, mm. uh, i've uh, like i say i've been doing it for 20 years i've i've had a, a lot of pleasure so i won't call bohemia i think they're a great company <laughs> so, some of the decisions <laughs> some of the decisions maybe like <laughs> So, but that's the same with pretty much every every business out there. You know, you scratch your head at some of the decisions they make. You're not always going to agree with them, but at the end of the day, they've made games that have um, kept a lot of people very happy in the community. Exactly that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been going twenty odd years, and they're small. They were a small business, so they've done something right, haven't they? And look, a lot of people um, have issue with you know Dean Hall and Daisy and all the rest of it. But I kind of I kind of view that whole thing as it's a bit of a, you know, um, a, almost a romantic sort of, well, not romantic, but it's great to see a guy who made a mod for a game end up with enough money that he can start his own business, his own gaming company, yeah. Rocketworks in yeah. New Zealand. And from all accounts, you know, you follow the guy on Twitter. Man, he's a fucking legendary employer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was... Uh... I first came across him in uh, 
I think it was Arma 2 early days. Could have been back end of Arma 1, I'm not sure. But I used to make terrains and I was making Afghanistan at the time. And uh, I needed this snow texture. And I saw on, uh, I think it was Armaholic, something like that, this uh, terrain. And it had beautiful snowy mountains. Anyway, I looked at this uh, thing here, Rocket, or I think his tag was back then. So I emailed him. And within hours, came back. Yep, yeah, you use that texture, mate. No worries. I thought, well, what a nice chap, you know. And then he released an airplane. And, uh, you know, I have a video of his airplanes, right? And it was beautiful. It was he was a talented guy, you know, from the outset. So it was no surprise to me that he went on to make a, you know, something out of uh, yeah. what, what he had to work with. Yep. I mean, lest any of us forget, none of this would happen at all without that guy who made the DLL to allow saved files from the server. I forgot his, it was it not N-key or something like Sorry, that? Sorry, what do you mean by that? Um, I, I have no idea well, what you just said. Well... Everybody had good ideas back then, but then this chap, forgive me, I'll forget his name now. He made a, 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 a file, a DLL file that allowed you to save players' positions and everything like that off, mm -hmm. off from the game so you could load them back up. So with that, you know, all your loot and everything could then be saved separate from the game and that was when everything became opened up and everybody's ideas became a reality and uh, that was the breakthrough moment for lots of things uh, i'm not going to say daisy wouldn't have been created without that but as i remember at the time mm -hmm. it, it was integral to a lot of uh, ideas being realized at the time extended dll hack for armor 2 pin die is saying in chat is that the one that could be the one yes yes mm -hmm. yes well, I'm not. Uh, I'm not dreaming. I knew because <laughs> I'd, I'd heard about this uh, modification, this add-on, and this thingy. Because uh, I mean, it wasn't dead linger around that time, or just after as well. There was quite a few ideas around that time, wasn't there? And then suddenly, uh, Daisy just absolutely romped away, didn't it? Yeah, magnificent. It Look is. at it now. Look at it now. It's uh, there. We go. We've just had better. a link put in chat from Pindyke, um, back to a post on August eight, two thousand and seven. I'm I'm sharing my screen if you want to look at it, Dino. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, wow. store info in files. Yeah, man. This oh, marks. This is one of the things I love about the fucking podcast, man. I get to find out shit that I had no clue about and, you know, what a formative moment. I've never had anyone mention this to me before. So thank you so much for bringing this up, um, Dino. This is just, just mind-blowing, isn't it, Marx? Yeah, I've never even, I never knew this thing either. Not going to lie, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. All the way back in 2007. So five years before the hype of Daisy's really started. Four to five years before it. Yeah, yeah. So even my recollection wasn't strictly true, was it? But uh, I remember these, you know, these these are the guys that uh, make the workarounds that make ideas a reality, really. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, who knows what we're what we're going to see in the near future? You know, the, the, the things that are being done within the game at the moment. Um, you know, the yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's great to see. It really is great to see. Yeah, I think the thing you have to watch for with any game is that <laughs> it is controversy for you. Uh, a lot of the really useful, powerful tools start off your life as uh, cheats. And uh, the cheat writers often get absorbed into the game and sometimes they realise it's a better notoriety to make a good add-on and be popular than write cheats. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know a couple of people in the uh, community with um, rather, um, how should we say, uh, unscrupulous past, don't we, Marx? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, you know, look, I, I get um, uh, told off all the time for um, the fact that I'm, you know, I go a little bit easy on um, uh, blokes who've been caught cheating or something like that. But you know, everyone can turn a leaf, um, turn a new leaf. You know, you're not defined by one thing that happened. You should always be um, held accountable for what you did. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but yeah, yeah, like you're saying, Dino. You know, people change and. Come up, they, 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 you know, yeah. they, they, they leave the dark side of the force and come over to the good side. Yeah, don't don't ostracize them. Put your arms around them and give them a hug and say, look, I believe you can do this. Why don't you uh, implement it this way? You know, and uh, they just want a good hug, these uh, cheater writers, really, don't they? <laughs> but, uh, I, I actually and a big hug will sort them out. Sorry, Max. I think a lot of, like, even, like, people who write cheats for games and even websites, for example, you know, like, hackers, when they try to hack into websites and stuff, usually they're not trying to, so, okay, so some people will try and hurt the game or yes. whatever, but a lot of people just try and see, can they figure out a way to make something different or better, and usually those people end up getting either hired by the company or they, the company takes them in and, you know, asks them to show them how they do it and all this, and it ends up usually being good for whatever it is that you know this hacker was or cheetah was you know making this stuff um yeah so yeah. yeah it's 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 kind of crazy how it works it is it's like a like i said going full circle isn't it really it's uh yeah and they're clever they're clever people as well i mean mm -hmm. fascinating stuff absolutely fascinating stuff um, okay, so um, while we've got someone in chat, I want to jump ahead to um, a topic that we had later on in the um, podcast, um, but I just want to bring it to everyone's attention um, that um, last week we talked about um, an absolute legend of the Daisy Down Under community, uh, Doc Satan, uh, passed away on the Friday before the podcast. Um, now, in the week um, since... The Daisy Down Under community has raised. How much money do you reckon they've raised for his funeral, Marks? This is a small community, just in Australia and New Zealand. Couple of grand. They've raised three thousand five hundred dollars, or over three thousand five hundred dollars. I'm just blown away by that. Hang on, have I? I've just muted myself. 
5k. If you look okay. at... Okay, uh... you guys uh, couldn't hear me then. Um, I was actually no, talking away. I'd uh, muted myself somehow. So I was just saying that I wanted to quickly jump to a topic while we've got Spud um, in chat. Mm-hmm. Um, Spud is the head of the Daisy Down Under community, um, who sadly, as we talked about last week, lost one of their um, absolute legends of the um, Daisy Down Under community, uh, Doc Satan. Um, and yeah. they did a fundraiser. And you won't believe how much money they've raised. Well, Spud just typed it in chat. $5,000, which is the cost of his funeral. Um, wow. A bunch of fucking gaming nerds, toxic gamers and everything else that people love to say about um, um, gaming culture have managed to raise $5,000 for a guy that most of them probably never met once in life. Only That's ever crazy. ran with in, yeah. a, you know, in a pixel di- digital world, which I've, I've got to say, guys, for a small community... Um, Daisy Down Under deserves to be fucking, yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing. Oh, it, it blows my mind that they all managed to do this for Doc Satan, it's or, or Adam Buick, as his uh, real name is. Um, so I found out um, throughout this week. Um, his family, his, his mother apparently burst into tears when she was told, and that was only when it was at three thousand five hundred dollars. So you know, for a young guy taken in his prime, it, it's not good at the best of times. But what um, Spud and the rest of the Daisy Down Under community have managed to do, like even Adam's um, best mate in um, real life has joined the Daisy uh, Down Under community Discord. Um, and he's just blown away by the tributes and you know the, the amount of people who've been in there uploading videos um, of times of um, Doc... Um, just being Doc on the server, and usually he was uh, three sheets to the wind, um, drunk when he was playing as well, and you know, there's countless stories of him falling asleep and his character dying because um, he starved or dehydrated, but it's just absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my blunt. So I just received yeah, a message from uh, the real syntax. Um, uh, he said he thought this was at night, um, and I've just replied to him now. O six hundred Australian Eastern Standard Time. So I'm not sure if he's going to come in and join us, um, but yeah, um, he got he got the timing modelled up. But that's all um, teething issues for us um, with our guests and that. Um, what were you going to say then, um, Dean? No, just going to echo what you were saying and just add that. Uh... You know, sometimes although it's online and far away from people, you do you do connect and they're real, real feelings. Yep, they yeah. they really are. They really really are. Um, but no, big salute to Spud and the rest of the team at Daisy Down Under. You guys are absolute fucking legends. That just blows my mind that they've done this. They are. They are. I, I, you know, and I know myself personally from uh, Spud and. Daisy down under the the one of the uh, servers that contribute to add-on makers and uh, servers like that really really go a long way to help everybody and they say they've donated to me from you know uh, keep my little uh, corner of the world going uh, I'm very grateful to them you know people streamers 
they they donate, you know, where they, they prefer play, you know, they make money out of content and add-ons and the big ones always give you credit and praise. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, it's good. Yeah. Work together. Oh, that that brings me to together. another um point of the agenda since we're segueing nicely into it. Um let me just whip this uh, not all do I must add, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, like I said before, Marks and I, um, you know, probably more so myself, um, I've been on a bit of a um, uh, what would you call the the way I've been carrying on about modders not getting the recognition they deserve, Marks? Bit of a crusade. Crusade. That's <laughs> the word. A, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Um, but um. We have seen actually um, now um, Foxy from um, the Daisy Blackout community has um, actually created a channel, and I'm just I'll I'll, I'll bring it up. I can't um, share this screen because oh, hang about, I should be able to. Um, such a boomer, aren't I? Oh, I might be even worse. My screen's all blurred. There we go. He has created a support modders channel in his Discord. Um, and this is based off of a tweet which um, uh, I put out uh, of a comment that was left on last week's um, podcast video. Um, and that was, if I go back to um, the podcast Discord. I didn't put it in here. Um, but basically, someone actually commented on the uh, video. I think I put it in the general channel. Um, I forgot to add it to the agenda. Um, someone actually made the uh, suggestion. There it is. Uncle Creepy. Oh, no, I did have it there. Um, that uh, love the Daisy podcast, guys, and would love a survival genre one too. Love scum, miscreated, death size, survive the nights, and even OGR. And there is a long loading screen that servers use to advertise their server. Why not advertise the mod authors and their PayPal account, etc.? If mods get monetized, other mods will copy those mods and make theirs free. It would be held to police. And I think he's got a very good point there, Dean. Um, about I, I, I had some suggestions. You probably heard last week's one um, that um, you know maybe they could um, you know a ten cent or a dollar or whatever. And a lot I, I do understand that then a lot of people just wouldn't be able to afford it and. You know, some of the servers yeah, wouldn't yeah. have as many people, but I think that's a great idea. And even just doing things like um, Foxy has done with within his Discord, um, support modders, um, and just a channel there which has a link to each of the. Um, you know, he's got Mungard, John McLean for Deer Isle, War Dog, uh, masses many items, and just a simple link to their PayPal. That people playing on the server, if they've had a win on the GGs or you know um, sold their Dogecoin um, or bloody Game Stocks or something like that, and got a bit of extra money, um, they can slip a fiver or a tenner or a, you know if they're feeling really generous a fifty um, towards some of their favourite modders. Um, yeah. Just yeah, you know, I'm probably going to keep on being on a crusade about this, Dean. But we we need to start recognising modders more. No, you you do that, and it's the 
it's well received by mothers, I'm sure, that anybody who shouts for the cause. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the big hurdle is the ease, the structure and getting an easy way for people to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I, I know myself, if you want to donate to somebody or do you want to start Daisy and get in the server and crack on? You don't want to put something in the way. Uh, there's nowhere really where everybody visits where they can, you know, relax. Apart from where here now, if you had a click button here, you can't have every mod here, obviously. But uh, there, are, there's no simple answer at the end of the day, is there? What, what, what mechanism could you put in place apart from? I had a word with the uh, Maca ones who does the Jay-Z launch and say, look, you know at the side where it says download these mods, that play button, isn't there some way we can put a donate button in there? You know, I, I can't remember if we talked about it again since, but... Uh, I'm certain I, you could do it because we had that tool that we showcased a couple of weeks back, uh, Marks, yeah. um, the, the query tool, which you type it in. Oh, yeah. And it gives you a link to all the different um, mods and PayPal um, that's linked. So I'm certain it would be doable yeah. if someone had the time and uh, the brain power to do it. I know I could, sure as hell couldn't do it. Couldn't code my way out of a wet paper bag, but yeah. Well, the thing is, tools like that, uh, they absolutely crush the footfall of people going to the Steam page. I mean, I'm probably an average modder and I have 3 million subscriptions to my Steam add-ons in mm -hmm. total. But do you have a donate link? I do, yeah. Uh, I think I have it on most of my add-ons to support mm -hmm. the uh, author. And how often However, would, you, would you say you get a donation? I probably get about $100 a month, something like that. So I, I, I do okay. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's not true. That is not okay, not is it, Mark? That is not okay. Like, yeah, Mark, you could probably make that easily on one of your good videos, can't you? Yeah. Well, and yet anyway, these guys anyway. are making, you know, uh, modding, you know, as we talked about earlier, is the backbone of Bohemia and the backbone of DayZ um, right now. Um, and yeah. for, you know, I know, um, like Sumrack's been receiving some really big donations um, with the Molsk and that. Um, but uh, and I know, you know, we had um, uh, the expansion project received uh, four to five thousand dollars in donations leading up to it and that. But they they seem to be the outliers. A hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's a hobby and all, but we need yeah, to change this mindset of people that you know donating to your favorite streamer. Um, is great, but also don't forget the people who are making those mods that enable your streamers to be able to keep playing this amazing game. I think the way Dean Dean said it was like, um, you don't want something blocking the way. I think you kind of mentioned it, Dean, like where you were like, there's no yeah. place for people to kind of relax. Like when you're in a stream, you're going to be sitting there. Some people will sit there for an entire stream. Maybe that'd be three, four hours, maybe even longer. Um, you know, they have time to consider donating or not, or, you know, stuff like that. But when you're kind of loading into a game or stuff like that, you have between, well, 20 seconds and maybe a minute 
if you're in a queue it'll be longer but like mm. you know it's just it's there's not enough time there for people to make their mind up now say if you were in like a popular server and there was a queue and you're waiting an hour or two to get in servers like that that are really popular could do something like that because you're going to be sitting there looking at that screen for quite a while exactly, um, exactly. but it's, it's uh... just it's just such a tricky one to you know there's no right answer what they could do then is um yeah amongst the loading screens that pop up um during the 15 second countdown um just a simple message please don't forget to join our discord uh visit the support modding channel or just it's just something anything those who are doing nothing not even a fucking channel in their discord should hang their heads in shame i'll fucking say it they should hang their heads in fucking shame um, that they're not doing anything to promote supporting the modders. I guarantee nearly every single one of them will have a donate link to support the server. Um, and you, you said, uh, Dean, that um, uh, DDU are one of the good communities uh, that support. And I know there are other um, communities out there that are paying modders and that. Um, but so many of these mods, like, um, I, I would really, really love to know how much um, the, the CFF tools uh, mod get donated. You know, it's a mod that's pretty much essential to every server out there. Um, so yeah, yeah. How, how much are they being donated? Um, yeah. Just... But, uh, the thing is, what I was going to say is what, two things. Number one, tools like the launchers take your footfall uh, away from from steam so that that's at one of our major avenues gone so going back to the point i was making i had like three million subscribers to my add-ons yet my pages have only ever seen something like two hundred thousand unique visits you know so yeah. there's there's a loss of audience there uh, i know some of it is duplicates you know one person can have all my add-ons and, and be calculated a few times but even if it's a million separate people, still, I've only got 200, so I'm losing 800,000 page visits because someone else, and I don't want to get into conflicts, but that add-on that's taking my page visits away has got a donate button. <laughs> you know, It's mm. using my add-ons for the content on their application, and it's got a donate button. It's, it's just another way... And at the end of the day, add-on makers could put a link on the back of the add-ons. You could load the game up, <clears throat> excuse me, and on the back of your coat could be a PayPal link, and we could do that without telling anybody. You know, but we <laughs> don't. Yeah. You know, all, um, all my add-ons could have a link on the on, on the back. I think but, yeah. as well that you were saying about having having like a donation button or something, the Daisy standalone launcher. Um, Maybe it could be like a PayPal logo or something like that, that then you just click it and it sends you straight to that, you know, your PayPal yeah, page or something like that. It would have to be easy. Yeah, That was exactly. the one thing. It has to be easy for people to just use. I, th I think you hit on it, really, and it's not one I thought about, is when it's when they are queuing up, you see it on streams, don't you, where it says uh, you are 15 in a queue. Mm-hmm. If you had a rotating page at that point, that would be a great way, wouldn't it? If because the server knows what add-on it's using, yeah. And I'm sure an, yeah. an add-on, and I'm willing to get a club together, and we could make a loading screen script that finds out and uh, displays those uh, add-ons that are contained in the server, maybe. 
Yeah. There's there's, there's options. There's yeah. options out there. And, you know, it seems every week we come up with something new, uh, Mark. So, you know, I, I think this is going to be a bit of a recurring theme, a bandwagon that um, I'm definitely on. Um, and I know you've said that, you know, when you do mod videos in the future, you're going to mention it if there's a Patreon link and that as well, which is great, mate. The more we can do as a community to help out the people who are, you know, making PC Daisy what it is, the better. Exactly. Um, yep. Speaking of modders, bloody Wardog. Dog tags, notes, check identity, and flip transport will receive an update over the period of next week. These will be my final update for the year or indefinitely. Daisy modding is just not enjoyable anymore, so I'm jumping ship. Any previous projects I've been working on will not have any further development. No, this doesn't give you the right to repackage my content and call it yours. Might be here for the rest of the week, but after that, I'll be silent for an extended period of time. I've made some good friends out of this community, but all good things must come to an end. What I the actual fuck? Yeah. yeah, I recognise that. I think I've made that statement about uh, 12 times over the years, but hopefully, like me, he does come back. Yeah, yeah, I can hopefully. sympathize. I can I'm, sympathize. I'm gutted. Yeah, you know, he, his, his dog tags mod. I had that on my uh, server. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, just his notes mod. You know, what community server doesn't run notes? There's, there's something rotten in the state of Denmark, I think is the saying, Marks. Yeah. Um, it... it it must be just like making mods constantly and it's just your thing 24 so it, after a while you must just go cracked you know just doing that like i can see kind of where he's coming from where he's just I, i'm assuming it's because he's just tired of it and you know wants to do something else um yeah i i i, I can feel where he's coming from at the same time but he's going to be a big loss to the community as well very very big loss yeah. Very, very big. I think uh, I, I can sympathise because, to be honest with you, and I don't speak for all modders ever, but personally, we need an impetus and we need feedback from server owners. Uh, I was listening to uh, you, boy, did earlier week, and you were talking about another game. Could have been scum about, or was it another uh, server about recipes and how you could uh, craft things and i thought you know that's not very hard to do in daisy it could be replicated and uh, i thought you know it, it sparked me it sparked my interest and i've been looking at recipes thinking mm. can i make a nice crafting add-on uh add-on makers don't buy it. just don't go offering 400 dollars for an helicopter and spend it on something nice instead <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my advice yeah Scale speed is saying in chat, paid developers get burnt out pretty quick too. Very difficult job to, uh, sometimes. But yeah, it's yeah. Just, I, it just I seems think, like yeah. there's a lot of discontent in the community right now. Um, uh, like we're at a bit of a scary patch, Marks. It, it just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm a little bit worried right now, to be honest. Yeah, you could see a lot more dropping out. It wouldn't surprise me if it did happen. Um, especially when there's, you know, very little money or maybe no money at all on it as well. It just makes mm. it even worse. Like, what's the point, you know? Um, 
Money yeah. is the root of all evil, but money is a great motivator as well. Oh, 100%. Right, get yeah. things, gets things done. It yeah. does. Yeah. I think, uh, did you see recently the uh, deletion of a lot of uh, rogue add-on makers, shall we say, on the workshop, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yep. We talked about that last week. The Bohemia finally let uh, their chap loose. Or was it was it because of a Steam, a new Steam ruling that the developer has to uh, deal with all that now, or should? I guess it's I'm not just, sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, when I asked them about it, they didn't rumor. say nothing. Um, the warden didn't say nothing about it. But yeah, I heard a rumor that Steam had delegated that to the uh, software house now, whereas once they would have looked after it. Right we've just, we've just been joined by our fellow modder um, slash map-making genius, uh, Dancer Jesus, uh, Dean. How you doing? Good evening. Pretty good, man. How's it going? Good. So what what did you know about War Dog leaving, mate? Me? Yeah. Uh, not much, honestly. <laughs> probably just burned out, you know. It's fucking sad, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's great, so... He's, he's one of those shining stars of the modding community right now. And to lose him to another game or something like that really, really hurts the game. A lot of people probably don't care. Um, but for me, that's really disconcerting. Seeing a guy who was doing some truly amazing stuff um, just up and I've had enough. I need to go away. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you say, and I agree, there's a good feeling that the game's at a crossroads right now, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see where it heads. Yeah, I know a lot of modders did. I, I know someone was spoken about it on the podcast. I had a lot of kind of, they were frustrated with the dev team as well because there was like a, a lot of lack of communication between them and stuff, which mm-hmm. made stuff even worse on top of what they already had to deal with. And all that just builds up, and at some stage you just got to, Cut your losses, really, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make it any better, though. It still fucking hurts um, when you yeah. lose when you lose talent like that. Um, just really, really sad. Really, really sad. Um, well, uh, besides speak- bikes, what, what what would you say it's lacking at the moment? What what big kicker does it need? Look, I'll go straight to one thing, um, and this is a bit out of the PC spectrum, um, but... Survivor uh, Games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Survivor Games, but um, we need to work out a way, um, and this is based on feedback from the console community, um, because, again, we had um, some feedback, and guilty as charged, um, that we focus too much on PC when the console is... And they like, like your poll show, Marks... Um, a lot of people watching DayZ right now aren't playing on PC. They're console players. So I know we can't get yeah. the mods over, but surely, and this is, I'll, I'll turn to you for this, DOJ, because you, you're a bit of a map guru, um, mm-hmm. but surely there's got to be a way that they can get the fucking um, um, community maps over. I don't think so, because, <clears throat> like, the way I make maps, like... You know, the mapping I've done so far is just you put uh, the objects in uh, the init.c file. And even that, like, it's only like certain objects you can do on the console. 
but the way like uh, a map works is literally the same as a you know any script like you know it's a PBO so it won't work on console I think. But has this? I don't know. I, I'm I'm guilty of this, Marks, of saying you know uh, it surely is. is you know, I'm not going to say it's easy because I always get told that's the worst no. thing you could ever say. <laughs> but surely there's got to be a way they can they can work on it, Mark. Surely. Yeah, even just yeah. say something publicly for them. Yeah, I, I saw, like, you put a channel in the Discord about asking console players about content. And even just the content version of the game, just or the console version of the game itself, just seems to be lacking a lot of content. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense. Like, I can yeah. see how people kind of get a bit angry at it after a while. I think there needs to be... The game's in a state now where... It's just constant bug fix. I know they add in bits of content here and there, but they need like a big, big content update to keep both sides very happy, I think. Because mm. let's be honest, yeah. let's be honest, Dean. If it hadn't have been for modding, and yes, I, I know the argument um, that, you know, the modders were only able to get the state of the game to where they are because the core engine was in a good place. But if it hadn't have been for modding, we wouldn't be seeing the numbers we see on PC now. No. So... They've got to do something with console as soon as they possibly fucking can or they're going to have the same problem they had with PC, a massive uptake and then a massive drop-off. When people get bored with... And when there's other contenders coming out, you know, um, Rust is going to console as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. It's in base at the moment. Yeah. So they've got to fucking do something, Dean. Something's happening, is it? I mean, what are they concentrating on the next uh, armor or what? I don't know, but uh, even the uh, the recent updates have been lacking, haven't they? It, they oh, look, they I understand say, that because they said they're polishing, but yeah, as well that. as polish, yeah, they've got to do that? they've got to do something else, Dean. Of course, they do. Yeah, if uh, if like you say, they can't keep polishing the same stuff people will get bored with it won't they or yeah move on like you say i mean this free game i, I watched twitch today i watched this uh, streamer i usually watch and i was watching him for about five minutes and i realized he wasn't playing DayZ. he was playing some <laughs> free survival game on steam <laughs> I, I don't know it's all becoming the same isn't it i think Would before you what happened what happened was Everybody on PC was kind of content with, you know, the bug fixes and stuff like that. But then when it came to console and millions of more players suddenly came into it, they mightn't have been necessarily thinking that the console players would have the same kind of, I don't even know what the word, same understanding as PC players is, you know, bug fix is going to take yeah. a long time. People just want their, the game to work and they want it to work now, not six months down the road. Because they expect it to be kind of like, I think on console, they expect it to be more like Call of Duty, where you just load it up and it works, and there's tons of content there. Yeah. But it's it's the complete opposite, nearly. Scale speed, you just hit on something, DOJ. Armor 4 will be BI's absolute main priority at the moment. It's going to make them hundreds of million dollars, and I bet it's coming to next-gen consoles. Um, I know they're still recruiting um, for DayZ. You know, they talk about it. They're, you can go to the um, website. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, I hate to fucking say it, but Daisy's just not a priority. I mean, even oh. from uh, what Lieutenant said, you know, Lieutenant Master, uh, 
I kind of want to get rid of Daisy from what I know. I'm not sure. Maybe it's not what he said, but uh, yeah, I think they they just want to move on. You know, Daisy has been out here for like what uh, seven years? More. Yeah. 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 Twenty twelve, they started working on it. So but do coming you on, think coming then, on nine years? Do you think then that there will be a lot of DayZ content creators and probably even players once Armor Four comes out? And if it does go to console as well, we'll just move to that because Armor Four will probably get a DayZ mod at some stage. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, happens, I, I, I think, think you'll bang on the money, really. You know, and if I it's that way, or if it's that way, where you know DayZ is kind of left to the side, and Armor Four becomes a thing. Daisy Counter Credits will have no other choice but to start going to Armor 4 once a mod comes out for that. And I mean, and if you, know, I, you know, I'm gonna say it. I'll, I'll be jumping ship. <laughs> I'll be jumping ship right away. I'll be. I'll be honest. It's uh, just promises so much more. What were you gonna say, Digger Jay? Oh, I'm gonna say like, I bet like 100 there's gonna be a Daisy 2. There's no way they miss uh, the opportunity. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Do, do wonder, we, is uh, there any uh, is there any info on what Armor Four will run on? Is it based on the DayZ now, or is it something brand new? So something I've just recently learnt, um, and DOJ, you might be able to help on this as well, is that um, DayZ runs on a bit of a bastard engine. Is that correct, DOJ? Yep. Can you explain it? It's a mix of. Uh... So. From what I know, and I don't know a lot, all right? Uh, like the graphic engine. Yeah, I hope. I mean, <laughs> I'm not very good at, you know, like. All... <laughs> to be fair, I'm, I might have been modding for like uh, two, three years, but I'm still not that, that good, you know? But from what I know, the graphic uh, engine is still Arma 2, which is the reason why, like, you can't import like uh, high polygon models. It's limited to like 30k polygons or something, which is pretty low. And I think that's it. You know, it's just like the script and the graphical uh, part that are different. But yeah, I think that's it. Whereas Armor Four is going to be on the full Infusion engine. Hopefully. Sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cannot I... wait to get like import more than 30k polygons models, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's crazy, is it? This one we're on now is a mix of was it take on helicopters and uh, what was the other game? Gaia Command or something like that, was it? It was like a commander thing with a big spaceship, the uh, Mars thing, Mars or something, take on Mars or. I think, yeah, that's another iteration, isn't it? Because so, I, 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 they use, they still use a technology that uses the P3D format for the models, and uh, I guess Armor Four will get rid of that finally, and that's that done. The legacy from uh, the old engine will be gone. So we're not there yet. So yeah, look, I hate to fucking say it, Marks, but. Yeah, there, there's a bit of a thing for um, people working on stuff for DayZ. Um, is it worth it? When, you know, we can probably expect Armour 4 in the next 12 months. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess. That's based on nothing. That's just a guess. 
Um, but and yeah, sure as shit, there'll be a DayZ mod um, released ASAP for it. And if it's going to be better than uh, DayZ for you know graphics and player controller and more vehicles and helicopters, and you're probably going to see ninety nine percent of the community jump ship. Especially if it has like the controllers that like DayZ have now. You know, where you know, in Arma 3 now, it's almost mm. it's the old control. If it has the standard controls that we use in Daisy standalone now, and you know, running on Arma 4, yeah, I'd see a, a lot, a lot of people would jump ship very quickly, I'd say, especially if it's on console. How, and what do you think the percentages of hardcore Daisy players in the scene now, the, the survivors, the looters? Uh, does it tell you on who plays on? community service versus official is there some kind of data for that because i think those people who, who play on vanilla will stay where they are won't they, they, they i don't think there's much in armed assault uh, for for them really beyond uh true helicopters um, and their tanks which i think uh well i know from just kind of playing vanilla service every once in a while that a lot of them are not very full. They'd be full on update days, but that's about yeah. it. Um, so I'm guessing this, like the hardcore vanilla players, like your survivalist type players, is probably quite low. Because that's assume. that's who's going to be left, isn't it? Let's face it. Because yeah, going back to what I was saying, I, I, I don't believe personally, and of course it's all subjective and based on the info we have. I don't think Armed Assault 4, or Armor 4, sorry, will offer a better interface than DayZ has right now for DayZ type gaming, personally. I think an add on maker will have to write it. You know, the looting mechanism, the how things go in your inventory, etc. So it won't be a miracle first day, everybody get over to Armor 4, I don't think. Although everybody's going to have a look just out to sheer curiosity, aren't they? Oh, yeah, 100% that'll go. Um, yeah, I like what, like what Scale Speed just said in chat. BI have a limited number of staff. I'd imagine once Armour 4 is mostly done, they'll switch to DayZ 2. And DayZ's been a big money earner for them. There's no denying that, um, especially on console. That's that's probably the, the, the one caveat here, the one wild card that we have um, is the console version of DayZ. Yeah, you know, we're talking about Daisy in um, terms of yeah, you know, we're being very PC focused again, uh, DOJ. Um, that you know, it's been nine years, um, but how long has it been on console now? Less than two years. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, as much as you know, every I remember back in the day, people were saying, you know, it's gonna console's gonna ruin Daisy. We could probably actually state. Console has saved Daisy to an extent. Would you agree with that, DIJ? I think so, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, consoles are, have like the most players, you know. So. Mm hmm. So next time we make try, fun of our little console um, brothers and sisters, remember that if it wasn't for them, um, we probably wouldn't have the support we still have for the game. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Honest, and, yeah. I, I, and, Console Daisy has sold a lot of PCs, Dean. <laughs> How many times do you see it, mate? I bought I bought it on PC because console's just not good enough. <laughs> it's true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know what? Modding yeah. saved uh, Daisy, you know, fuck consoles. 
I remember when they put uh, Arm the Salt on the console. They they made mods then, so maybe the new generation of console players just don't want it enough. <laughs> yeah, it was on Xbox, wasn't it? Cold War Crisis. Or... I wouldn't um, personally. I wouldn't mind a Daisy too. Yeah, I'd I'd love. I'd it. like it. Look, what would it consist of though? Beyond, I don't, I don't see. Uh, I, I, I think mean, I, it could, like, I think I think like fuck it. Fuck it. We've just got a new topic. What would you like to see in Daisy Two? I think I saw someone post that um, somewhere, and I think. Clouds. Sorry. <laughs> Volumetric clouds. Volumetric clouds. New maps. <laughs> I'd like to see all yes. new maps. Um, yeah. I think they could probably release um, Chernerus um, down the line, but I think to begin with, it'd be great to see a brand new map. That's never been seen before, designed exclusively mm-hmm. for Daisy, um, so that no one knows nothing about it. No one knows it. Everyone on there is lost and having to discover this huge 225 um, square kilometer land all for the first time. Even bigger. You could go even bigger if you really wanted to. Yeah, probably. Um, it'd be just nice to have like new mechanics and. I, I don't know, like, a lot of people always say, will Daisy ever get a new graphical overhaul and stuff like this? I mean, I see Daisy in, like, a different... I, I don't know. What's the way? Kind of a different setting, kind of scene. I'm trying to... I am can't figure the words that I'm trying to... You're to looking at chat and just seeing why I'm laughing, aren't you? Fucking scale speeder. <laughs> Trolling me in chat. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Uh, cheeky fucker. I need a cheeky fucker command on my um uh, stream deck. Everyone gets me with something every fucking podcast, mate. They always do. But yeah, it, it, it would be amazing. Yeah, that's actually got me. I was feeling it all down and out, like, you know, fucking is Daisy um on the downward spiral again. And then it's like, well, no, you know, logically, it makes sense for them to do a Daisy too. Um, and instead of it being, you know, all a gradual, slow process, getting it out and releasing it on PC and console um, as much as possible at the same time. Obviously, PC would probably go first and Xbox because they can do the um, uh, early access on it. Um, PlayStation yeah. doesn't have that, does it, uh, Marks? No, it doesn't. Um, you get it early with the Xbox Game Pass. Um, it, it'd be cool to... It'd be cool if there was a lot more content when the game first came out, like more vehicles, maybe even helicopters because the engine might be suitable for it. You know, people mm. are saying like having horses that you could ride around, maybe bicycles even that are just kind of scattered okay. around the place. Stuff tigers. like that. Tigers even, yeah, if there's a jungle map. Yeah. It'd be cool. It'd be really cool. <clears throat> a lot of lot of options I think you could do with uh, with Daisy too. A lot of ways it could go. I think there'd be interest. I do. Because uh, that said, um, they're like we said, they've, they've got to um, uh, pull their game up. Because um, there's a lot of mm-hmm. games that are making some um, massive inroads, such as Rust going to console. Scum is on the up and up now as well. Um, you know, they've got a big patch coming soon, and some of the stuff they've got, and they're still in early access, um, leaves Daisy for dead um, when it comes to um, crafting and uh, base building and stuff like that. So. 
yeah, you know, maybe they are starting to focus on. Um, did someone say rollerblades? Hell yeah, we want rollerblades in the apocalypse. <laughs> I made a rollerblade add on for I'm 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 a three. Ah, awesome, awesome. But yeah, no, definitely um something of interest. Something else that was of interest was um Mark, you did your second highlights video. Yeah. I loved it, mate. I, did, I loved it. We all... It's some good comments on us. Um where is this? Just uh, just brought it up uh, sharing the screen now. <laughs> Timpy's thumbnails are a crime against humanity. <laughs> no, some really good comments, um, which kind of um, gave me the inspiration for why we've got Dancer Jesus on. He's not just uh, show jumping in. He's actually in here to talk about a topic later on because um, there were some accusations made about um, expansion mod, but we'll get to that soon. But, um, yeah, the, the... Marks, it was your video, mate. What, what, what was the ones that stuck out to you? Um, there were a lot of people who were kind of, who paid for, there was some people in there that paid for um, Nightwolf's yep. heli mod and stuff like that. And some people said they got it and it never worked. And, you know, paying that amount of money for something that just never works and stuff is you know they'll never do it again um a lot of people were also saying like you know daisy modding isn't meant to be kind of looked at as a job if you want to earn money from it you go and become a programmer which i can see both sides too um but again you know it's a very it's a tricky one um a lot of modders themselves um spoke up and were like you know they don't mind getting donations and stuff but Again, they were even also agreeing that it can be very kind of grey lines and stuff around um, monetization and stuff like that as well. Um, yeah, a lot of just... A lot of people were... I think it was kind of 50-50 on the that's, entire kind of monetization mods thing, stuff like that. That's a very interesting comment uh, right there, isn't it, Dean? I tried joining a few Daisy modding groups. Either just got ignored or just given a massive list of things to do without vetting me basically expecting me to work for free. Meanwhile, the actual work they were producing was really poor quality, no understanding of the engine or how shaders, material, textures work, and they kept asking for donations so they could purchase pre-made models from TurboSquid. I noped out of that one quickly. Yeah, yeah, be, just be very careful. It's like any community. There's thieving, bastards, mm -hmm. and uh, rogues. <clears throat> the thing to watch out for is just go and look at their uh, Steam page and see what they've made beforehand you know and uh, look at the comments on their add-ons it's uh or come to a place like your uh discord my discord <laughs> i'm allowed to shout my own name yeah and, uh people who, who you know who uh who have some uh knowledge on the subject so you can get advice don't like i say <clears throat> the problem for us add-on makers is I mean, I'll tell you my own experience. I've been at the Discord now for maybe two years. I have people who come there pretending that, oh, this is great, I want to learn, when really they want to make add-ons and sell them. Uh, just three or four months ago, I nearly completely said, you know what, forget this, it's not worth it. Because I, I had people coming there, they were 
selling add-ons to people, they, they weren't competent and couldn't make them properly. So they were bringing them to my Discord to ask me questions or people in my Discord on how to fix this broken add-on they'd paid two or three hundred dollars for and uh, that's what happens in and unfortunately if servers are going to pay people like that who they don't know and have no uh knowledge about it's not going to stop is it if you keep no. feeding them they're going to grow aren't they basically yeah it's uh it's it's a shame but uh that's the virtual world we live in isn't it What's this about Minecraft having tons of paid mods? Does anyone know what that means? What that comment's about? No. no I've no. never seen any paid mod for Minecraft. I, see. I, I haven't either, yeah. Because I've played it, but I've never done the mods on uh, Minecraft, so I don't know what that comment's about. I'd like, I wouldn't mind... Uh, well, we've got a reply to it. Uh, the point is on some property, like a design model, then able fire scan to protect the glass from the dead space in a legal way if they don't. Shop that choice of actions down. Other than that, I completely agree with you. So, huh, that would be interesting to know more about it. Um, Dazzy Boy, I've never heard of uh, Base Building Plus being pulled down for copyright textures. Um, DOJ or Dino, do you know anything about that? No. I heard, I think uh, one was pulled down for the uh, content was, I don't know what the infringement was, whether it was, uh, Armour 3 files or something like that. Well, I don't know which one it was. And could see some somewhat guy came in one of my, well, in my Discord about four months ago and put a link to the whole of DayZ unpacked. <laughs> so obviously I banned him right away and reported it. But uh, there's people like that who just, I don't know. Hmm. They're, uh, they spoil it for everybody, don't they? Yeah, they do. But uh, like I say, I reported that straight away, and I guess it happens every week. It must do. See, a lot of people, people... were talking about, um, you know, the fact that um, yeah, you shouldn't get into modding to make money. Um, that you know, it it gets ruined when money comes into play and all the rest of it. But I course, I'm of yeah. the belief that you know, yes, initially it'd be great if your motivations was you know altruistic. Um, but there needs to be a way to you know not just rely on that one in one million chance that you know a bi is going to look at your mod and go, you're going to be our next Dean Hall and make millions and millions of dollars and get to climb Mount Everest and start your own gaming company in New Zealand. Um, the chances of that are absolutely fuck all. But yeah. why shouldn't someone be able to make, um, you know, the same as streamers get? Most streamers start um, as a hobby um, and then they get to a point where it can become a full-time job for them. I would love to see that same thing come across to modding. I don't know how you guys feel about that, DOJ and Dean. DOJ? Uh, can you say again, please? I, I would like love that. to see it get to the point for modders where you know people have said before that um, you know you, you shouldn't um, money money ruins it and you should it should be forever free and yeah you know, just a hobby and that's the way it's always been, but I don't think it should be the the the, ki the kicking point um, of you know there should there should be a way for modders to start making an income and maybe even a living 
from what they do and not just relying on being that lucky person that BI say, you're going to be our next Dean Hall, we're going to pay you millions of dollars? I mean, I somewhat agree, but I mean, I never started modding just for the money, you know, like... Uh... Yeah. Like, but when, you, when we leave it like that, then it comes down to we get situations like War Dog, where, fuck it, it's too much now. I just, I don't like it anymore. Um, yeah, there's no financial incentive to, um, yeah, establish yourself and become a, uh, yeah, you see it with, um, um, we use uh, last week's creator artist um, uh, spotlight, uh, Dr. Strangelove. He's pretty much the, um, the go-to guy now. Um, yeah, he has people waiting months for him to be available to do um, artwork for him. Wouldn't it wouldn't it yeah. be great to see modding go that way? Where you know the likes of yourself as a map creator. Um you could say oh, I've got commissions open now. I can um you know do map uh, map modifications for you. Um uh but yeah, I I don't know. Uh, yeah. What do you reckon, Dan? The question is, what is it you're paying for? Is it if it's just a retexture of an existing asset, then you know, for the average add-on maker, it'll take about 10, 15 minutes. So mm -hmm. you don't want to be giving somebody fifty dollars for that. But <clears throat> Daisy now is very complex because most add-ons don't just need a config and a couple of textures and uh, a model. We're now talking about the use of uh, .c. So you've got to know about scripts and you've got to write scripts. So there's, <clears throat> with every iteration of a Bohemia game, it gets harder and harder. And some people are putting like 30 and 40 hours in a week to create their add-ons. When I first started, even in uh, Armed Assault, it was six or seven months to make a terrain. These days, it's maybe 18 to two and a half, dare I say, three years to make a proper map, you know, a proper, proper map. You can release it early and develop it as you release, but how much would you pay somebody for three years' work? Would you expect it for free in any other walk of life? No, you wouldn't. No. So and that's... Do, they, uh, do they deserve something? Yes, they do. It should be proportionate to what it is they're giving you. And that's where Less it'd be great if it was a more structured process to it in that, you know, an economy always rises. Look at a DayZ server. An economy arises for trade, um, depending on the loot table and things like that. And as, you know, if you, if you want to get Windstride to do artwork for you, you're going to pay more than um, someone who isn't as well known as Windstride. If you want map modding done, you're going to pay DOJ more because he's got an established reputation, um, as opposed to someone who says, yeah, I could do that for you. You're not going to know how good they are. So, yeah, they ju it just needs to be more mainstream and more accepted um, to be able to do that sort of stuff for you guys. It goes back to what we were saying. It needs a mechanism, and I think it's unfair and unjust how add-on makers are denied sometimes the opportunity that other elements of uh, users of the game have you know if you look how restricted it is for add-on makers to make a book compared in comparison to server owners and streamers it's uh, 
well it's, it isn't fur is it let's have it let's have it right mm -hmm. maybe they need a way like um on the steam workshop or something this time just you know i'm just saying this off the top of my head now but maybe they need something like a verified system for modders yeah where we told modders have to work. go through a process so you know if they keep uploading high quality work or something it's review i don't know how they do it so don't even ask me because i don't i'm just putting the idea out there but some type of verified system so then you get verified as a modder and you know you can go to this person you can trust this person you know and know that the work is good or something like that um i yeah. I, I don't know how they do it but you know just you're hitting on uh, a big part of the problem how it, it can't be really made official because of the content within <laughs> Who's mm. going to vet it? I think we said that? this last week. I think there's um potential ding for a third-party um, app um, to be created. Um, and, you know, uh, someone who's got that sort of uh, tech savvy, they can start to consolidate, um, you know, like a fiver for um, modding. Yeah, someone's going to crack it and they're, uh, I would say it's well worth putting the effort into coming up with that. Uh, mechanism for allowing modders to uh, legally make a book because uh, when everything goes underground <clears throat> it doesn't go well in any scenario does it no people get ripped yeah. off and scammed and all the rest of it and uh, yeah, exactly. whereas if there was um you know someone did it and they screened you know the person has to have you know um, examples of their work uploaded and they go through and you know, you'd be looking at maybe a year or so of being in the community, um, creating mods and something like that, and would like to invite you to join the um, modder certification program. Um, maybe they need to have like a, a quality standard or something that yeah. you're going to have to meet for yep. your mods. They go through and they review the comments on the mod on the Steam Workshop and um, look at forums and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, something like uh, not my builder, but my auto maker. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. Pindai saying in chat, you would need to review every mod update to screen for malicious or stolen content. So it'd need to be, yeah, yeah. People would be um, looking at um, a way to uh, monetize it, um, but you know, yeah, it, it's probably it's a way option. you could probably a way you could automate that or something. You know, like YouTube's flag system or something like that. Yeah, yeah. probably yeah. an easier way of doing it. Mm -hmm. That's the danger zone, isn't it? Like, like the chap in the chat said uh ip theft and copyrights and all that it's a minefield mm. but anyway to put another perspective on it not every add-on maker wants to do this for money there are lots that don't and uh the other alternative is to uh, watch my tutorials <laughs> make <laughs> your own now we've got a uh, patreon topic from scalespeeder who's in chat with rust in private beta on console at the moment and the game's impressive pc steam stat have any of the hosts or panel been tempted to play Rust? Or have they considered creating content for Rust as we're on the verge of a massive explosion in interest in the game when it releases on PlayStation and Xbox? I'll start it off and say I've had no interest. I call Rust the uh, 4chan of survival games. Um, that said, I have looked at some of the uh, Stimpy's videos. I love Stimpy's videos, even with his horrible thumbnails that make me gag every time I open up a video. Um, but um, the actual game, no. Um, some of the gameplay mechanics, you know, the um, yeah, I've said this before many a time on the podcast, 
Um, one of the biggest complaints with base building in DayZ is offline raids. Um, you know, Rust has got some great defense mechanisms um, built into bases. So you raid at your own peril. Scum's doing the same. Um, you can trap your base. DayZ's pretty much got nothing like that. So that does interest me. But playing it, no. What about you, Marks? Um, I I have the game. I've bought it. I've never installed it. Um, I've when it blew up a couple of months back with that uh, Twitch server that was out. I was tempted to stream it, but I never pulled the trigger on it. Um, I don't know. I'll never say never to it. You know, you never know what's going to happen down the road. Um, but for right now, no, I haven't pulled that trigger yet. DOJ. I thought about buying it, but I'm waiting for like a big update, you know, like a, there was like a graphical update that, that was supposed to come, but I'm waiting for that for mm -hmm. now, so. And what about you, Dean? Uh, no, I, I got as far as watching people play it on Twitch, and uh, that was me done. It seemed like too toxic uh, uh, community. <laughs> I, I think a lot, I think a lot of there'll be a lot of interest myself. I think um, it'll be interesting to see the console player numbers for DayZ when that game officially releases. Uh, I don't know oh, what yeah. the price for it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be the same as DayZ or cheaper. I'm not sure how much even Rust is on Steam. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see will those DayZ numbers dip. With the with the rise of rust, and uh, see will they stay low or what will happen? It'll be interesting to see in the coming weeks or months whenever it releases, uh, what will happen with it. Um, I think one of the um we were talking before about um what we would like to see in Daisy two, um and we had a comment um I was reviewing the comments on the video um, uploads I've done and Uncle Creepy twenty seven again. Um, he was the guy who suggested the um, loading screens, um, but also um, he made a comment on one of the videos. Why can't we layer clothing in DayZ? It is such a simple thing, and I guarantee every single person watching the podcast right now, watching the video, um, and um, in the panel right now, has sat there and thought, why can't I wear a t-shirt and a raincoat over the top? Why do I have to choose one or the other? Surely, and this is where I know I'm going to be uh, getting told, it's, it's never as easy as you think, but surely it can't be that hard to add some extra slots. DIJ? Yeah, uh, that's not for me. I know it's probably not, I mean, it's not easy like you said, but I think the one that can talk about it is uh, Dino's for sure, because Dino's? I'm pretty sure like... I I, oh. I talked about it with the uh, expansion guys, but nah, it's too complicated, I think. It's uh... and, uh... Lad in chat I... is just saying it would mean redoing the entire inventory and character system. Yeah, it'd be much uh, harder than just uh, adding a new slot. Although, you could pseudo do it with scripts and uh, config. You know, uh, I think basically what it is is when you put uh, a body part on, like your jacket and that, it, it's what's known as a proxy. So it's slotted into place. It's not, you know, you don't start off as a full uh, body in Daisy as far as, more, well, you do. 
when you're getting game, but it's made up of parts, and you can't put you can't put another part on top of certain parts, basically, as far as I what, recall. What are you trying to accomplish exactly, like with attachments? Why can't we have layered clothing? You could. You very much could. You would have to. So the play. So from what I understand, the player is basically just a moving inventory, right? So you have like a, you know, you have like your your head, your helmet slot. You have your head slot, your eyewear, your shirt, your pants, whatever, right? If you wanted to add more slots to that, it's totally possible. Or what you could do is you could make a shirt that allows for several pieces of clothing to be added to the shirt itself. So the shirt just goes in your torso slot, and then you put a jacket on top of that inside of the shirt slot, and then you could have, like, I don't know, anything like cufflinks or a bow tie if you wanted to attach to it. Because you can make more attachments on the shirt itself if you want to, but I'm pretty sure you can still modify the player's attachments as well if you wanted to. It's possible. There's a mod for someone to make. If if it can be done, I think you would make a lot of people very happy if you could have, um, you know, predominantly the upper body layered clothing, be able to put a raincoat over the top of a jacket or a t-shirt or a, you know, military shirt or whatever. What would it do though? It'd have to have a purpose, right? Are you, is it just for looks? Um, the the raincoat's the obvious one. Just being able to put a raincoat on over the top of your jacket, so you still keep that inventory space of the um, larger jacket, and you've got the protection from a raincoat. Um, obviously there'd be a bit of complexity to it. Um, I'm guessing, um, Dean and, um, uh, Dab that, um, it would probably overheat, it could overheat you on a map like Livonia, a bit of a hotter map. It'd be something you'd have to balance, but it's, it's at least you've got the option. Um, and you know, for a map like, um, Namols, you could layer, um, a, a shirt, a t-shirt, a jumper, a jacket, um, and a raincoat. Um, and just think of the heat buff you'd get from all of that. No, you can do it, like I said, but it'd have to be something like a total conversion almost, like an expansion, because you're messing with the core projects of the uh, P3D attachments, etc. In terms of warmth, yeah, I mean, I made some uh, battery-powered gloves and a uh, battery-heated jacket for the mouse, so it's, uh, it's all doable. Because I've mentioned it before, I'm playing Scum again, and Scum has layered clothing, and it's good because... You can't just, I, I initially went around and, you know, being the loot whore that I am, was like, fuck yeah, I could have 10 items of clothing on and carry all this extra loot. And the next thing I look at my character and I'm blinking um, red or temperature for days E speak. I was overheating. So I had to sit there and go, oh shit, okay, I can't wear all of this clothing. So I've got to take stuff off. Um, it just added that little element to it. I'd love to see it from the mall, though, Dab. I think well, I think you're gonna have like a lot of issues with balancing, for instance, because like if you think about it, the shirts in the mosque they'll have between like twenty and forty slots on the shirt itself. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna wear layered clothing, how are you gonna handle that with other slots? Are you gonna give people 120 slots when they wear three shirts? Or are you gonna have one shirt do the inventory, and the rest of them are just for the sake of heat? Yeah. So then you yeah, have balancing, fair. or do you or do you just lower the the uh, capacity of all the shirts down to you know ten, and then expect people to have three shirts on all the time? How are you gonna balance that? That's really the that's really the big question of how, the directions that you want to take with that. Hmm. Oh, you just download the uh, DBO the mouse clothing and if you <laughs> put four nine volt batteries together, you can craft a uh, heated jacket. <laughs> <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, we have been joined by the one and only Inclement Dab. 
modding um, god extraordinaire, and he has come on um, to talk about um, the big news this week. The creator server finally launched. Yeah, it, it did, but uh, there's like a lot. So there's a lot that has happened um, like in the last 24 hours on Creator Z. So I think it's a little bit more important to talk about that than anything else. Yep. Like we, um, there was, you know, when we first launched, there was a couple of people who said, oh, they won't play for, you know, X, Y, Z. It's whatever. We, we're not really worried about that. Um, but in general, like there's, um, there was like a, a very big culture shock that happened last night um, that, uh, I think it's much more important to talk about to give to give some context. Essentially, what happened was there's a couple of players on the server who built their own base up north, you know, and uh, it was essentially like culturally known as the uh, you know the safe zone, the neutrals area, right? And not a, not a whole lot of people like really knew that. Uh, not a whole lot of newer people, at least, knew that. So Saramore, everybody knows Saramore. He joined last night, very late, um, and he joined with the explicit intent of going around and finding someone to raid. Because we are, tech, air quotes, he would call it a baser server. So he joined the baser server and he wanted to go raid someone. I mean, that's fine. You're going to go get your content out of it. Give somebody else some content in the process. It was good. And it started off really, really good. Because it was him, Peanut, and like one other person I think was playing with them. And they ran around and they found a, they, the base that they ended up finding was the one in Jalavisca. They found Granny's base, the neutral zone. Yeah. Um, and it ended up becoming like this really, really long, drawn out four hour raid where they kept going back after dying over and over. And uh, personally, I watched it. I watched it very closely as an admin, but also as a viewer. And as an admin, no rules were broken. But also as a viewer, I was thoroughly entertained from all perspectives. But what ended up happening was there was a lot of like there was um, some issues that occurred like within the defenders air quotes like with this kind of base and they had different expectations for the server and they were really upset because they were like oh well, we you know we're supposed to be a neutral zone why would you attack a neutral zone well it's like well it's a pvp server it's not an rp server so we're not going to stop that per se but you know like understand that like this is kind of something that's just going to happen and i think a lot of people got really really pissed off at saramore he became like public enemy number one on the oh. server for a while there was some other people, like, for instance, Cairo. Cairo left. Cairo was really, really upset because he was like, well, why are these guys being such scumbags? And the thing is, like, Saramore went in, he followed the rules, he played by the rules, and I've seen Saramore get banned from other servers for doing exactly this. He got banned from Karma Crew because Karma, because he raided somebody's base, he, followed, he played within the rules, and then he left, and then he got banned. And I'm like, that's some serious bullshit. So I'm not banning anyone out of this entire situation because I, I think that's just a terrible way to do stuff. But I think there was like a, I think there was like a big culture shock that happened this weekend that I think you people know, this, realized. This comes down, Dab, to something, and I, I'm disappointed that this happened. To be honest, because I put a post into the chat, you probably remember, um, and it's a, a lesson that was taught to me by Spud from Daisy Down Under, because um, I've been guilty of prima donnering uh, myself, um, and you know how could they do that to me? Um, yada 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 and I had it explained to me and that's pretty much what my outline of that post in the discord was was whilst it might not be enjoyable for you what you've got to remember and I pointed out to people you, the, the biggest clash is going to be between the RPers and the PVP um, action people because it, mm -hmm. your server is seeing a convergence of two, two main play styles the PVP action based people and the RPers um, and they, the RPers need to be aware that they're choosing to come and play on a server that also allows PvP. They can't expect RP rules to be enforced. The, mm -hmm. Whilst it might not have been enjoyable for them, the probably five to 
a thousand, 500 to 1,000 people watching Ceremore would have, I guarantee it, to almost a, a viewer been loving him. I watched that guy myself. He's one of the most entertaining Daisy content creators out there. And for them to be butthurt that they were they took an L, sometimes taking an L is just as good as taking a dub. And that's mm-hmm. what people yeah. need to be aware of, Dab. Yeah. I'm actually messaging Sermore right now to see if he's on. Uh, yeah, there's like, it's very much, and I and I even iterated this like last night, like we're not an RP server. We're not going to initiate things like new life rule, you know, stuff like that. There are other steps that players can take to negate the issues that they had last night. Like they, like one of the big complaints to me was, you know, they're just able to just respawn and run right back. Well, that's going to happen that's, when you base all the way up north. That's oh, yeah, Daisy. Yeah. They're just gonna, yeah. That's just gonna happen. You, if you're gonna be up in Jalavisco, you're gonna be all the way up north, right in the. You're in the literal spawn zone. I can spawn about a hundred meters from your house. People are going to just do that. So the best thing that you can do to negotiate to negate that is to just build down south. Now the problem with that is you're also far away from home, which is why we are currently, you know, uh, as modders, we are working on a new base system. You've even seen, like, if you've watched anybody stream on Creator C and they died, you can see on the respawn screen they have an option to respawn at their base. It's not, an, it's not in yet, but we are working on getting it in as fast as we can. <clears throat> can I just say that respawn at base is that? Well, it's going to be very balanced. <laughs> very but balanced. Look, for look, PvP servers, that's a very good mod. It's yeah. what basically what's going to end up happening is if you get raided, you're going to get one respawn at your base for your defense, and that's it. Like and it. then you're going to be stuck on cooldown for ages. Like it. That's yeah, good. That'll work. Because yeah. you have, yeah. and, and one of the reasons I'm glad you came on, mate, is um, yeah, you touched on it before. A lot of people are choosing not to play it um, for whatever reason. I don't really want to go into that. I made a statement on um, Twitter about it. It pissed me off. But these people are missing out on seeing some first-class fucking work, Dean. Some of the shit I've seen that is noises, moving things around in your inventory. Oh, my fucking God. That just, yeah. it's such a simple little thing, Dean, but it adds to the immersion. So much adds to the immersion. Mm. Yeah, there's lots of uh, hidden servers with uh, modifications that you wouldn't even uh, imagine. I saw a streamer on uh, Twitch the other day. They were putting stuff in a locker in, uh, what's the island called? The latest DLC, Uh, Livonia. When they got to the uh, Chernus, they opened the locker there. Everything was in that locker kind of thing. So they were Hmm. were playing up two two terrains. But you've even got the uh, the throw the rock up in the air uh, mod in Clement Dab. Has anyone managed to do a robbery yet by knocking someone out with a stone? I haven't seen a robbery yet, but we knocked Sour out a couple times, and it was really, really funny. <laughs> On the first night, it was me and Syl and uh, Jarvis all running around, and we all had we all kept chucking rocks at each other. It was just it was just fun. The whole the whole like a lot of that kind of stuff is really just to make it more fun and just to be enjoyable. For it's, people, it's, and it's and that's really what we're trying to accomplish. It's brilliant, mate. I was watching Digiblast, um, and he was talking about it, and he threw a rock up in the air and then moved himself so it hit him in the head, and it knocked him out. I was just like, yes, yeah, these sorts of things. You know, the viewers of the big channels that are choosing not to play it, they would absolutely love it. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're releasing all of these mods to everyone after creators, aren't you? 
Yeah, I am. Everything's going public. The base building mod might not, but that's up to the guys who paid for it. Um, <clears throat> but everything Fair else enough. that I've written is going public. Fair enough. That's that's just awesome, mate. Um, I might even. I mean, I might even make the server public at this point. I think there'd be a lot of people who'd be very happy to, mate. Um, and I have been. How many people do you end up? Uh, what's been your max pop so far? Uh, I think we hit thirty at some point. Nice. So we haven't hit we haven't hit full cap yet, but we're we're getting closer. Yep. Because again, um, one of my pet peeves, uh, DOJ, is when people say, uh, "Oh, there's not enough people on that server. I'm not going to join yet." It doesn't get to enough people if people don't take a chance. And the shit yeah. that they've done on that server, everyone should be fucking jumping on there who's streaming. I kind of knew that that was going to happen. That it's, you know it was going to be hard to uh, have people on it because, I mean. Everyone does it, you know, like everyone who plays uh, a lot on full uh, pop servers, you know, they don't join like the low pop ones, so yeah. they just wait, but nothing, no one joins at the end. And if everyone camps out, then no one's going to go in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we had a, we had like an organized, we even had like an organized thing on Friday night where it's like, all right, everybody's going in at this time, we're all going to play. And we did, and it was very fun. We had a good time. And then like, as the evening got progressed on, you know, it, it got more and more into the whole, the whole PVP thing. And then Sarah Moore hopped on and then... Everything kind of everything kind of went up really fast when Sarah Moore hopped on. It was just that's when the server fucking exploded for about an hour. Yep. And you can hear gunshots. I, I still remember watching Ray Ray on the first day. Uh, oh my god, he was uh, he was so beautiful to watch. Those those clips I shared um, in the Discord. I'll see if I can find one. Um, but literally one of the best moments of it should go down in Daisy folklore. Um, <clears throat> Uncle Ray Ray, uh, was it Sil he took out? I don't know. He got me yesterday, though. I was pissed. Here it is here. So he's been tied up. The timing of the EVR storm, just Fuck you. absolute You're mental moment. As Miss Foo said in chat there, this is what you get. It was quite literally one of the best moments I've ever seen in Daisy. I'll remember this till the day I die. I know he's not everyone's um, cup of tea, but that was just absolutely gold. And these are the moments that are being created on the server. I know this could have happened anywhere, but when you're seeing such a convergence of people, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, dude, the reason that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Dad, but the reason they chose the moles is because it's a smaller map. So it's likely to get more increased chances of interactions. Is that right, Dad? Yeah, it's, it's much easier for us to sort of, uh, moderate the whole interaction because the way that we have it set up is if you're north of the land bridge so the bridge that cuts everything off it's the dam and then the marsh land bridge if you're north of that 
we have a more we're a little bit more strict on how we on interactions so you can obviously kill people but if you're going to do it you got to give someone some content somehow you got to have a plan or you know you've already done it like for instance like I was in Vorkuta and I was taunting Frankie over the radio and I'm like, Frankie, I'm going to come kill you. And then I went up a ladder and I kept talking to him as I shot him in the head. And then it's all of his friends freaked out. They were all running around like ants on top of the roof. Frankie's dead. Like that kind of stuff is what we do. But when you're south of the land bridge, it's basically and anything goes. Yeah. It's, it's basically just another PVP server. So, so that's kind of one of the reasons, one of the many reasons we chose the mosque. Yep. Um, he also asked, um, uh, put some more context on um, how respawning at your base is going to be balanced. Will they load in half health? What sort of balances can we expect? Um, I think you just said that the the balance is going to be that it's pretty much it's a, a one use, and then it's a cooldown period. Yeah, it's going to be a long cooldown period before you, between each respawn, at the very least. Um, if we need to balance it more, we can. Um, half health is something uh, we've considered as well. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things we can do. It's it's pretty open. Yeah. But no, congratulations on it, mate. I'm glad. Um, I, I, I wish more people had um, bothered to give it a chance. Um, but each to their own. Um, you know, in some cases, um, and I said this in the clip, you know, a lot of these people choosing not to play it are stating a reason of, you know, but yeah, I don't want to bump into content creators all the time, but they'll still go and play day one um, for, you know, they may not admit it, but that's one of the main reasons they're playing day one because, there's such a good chance of bumping into us, um, other people on that one. Um, so, yeah, I'd just love to see more people adopt it. Yeah, the, the, the main thing I put out there was um, we all saw the success of the Rust OTV server, I think it was called. Um, and despite all the drama on it, it was a success. It put Rust back in the spotlight for gamers everywhere. There were some big-name people jumping on there. And if we had more views, more people putting... You know, I, I wrote in the uh, Discord as well. You know, if you get a stream on it, put creators in your stream title. Um, you know, hashtag creators on Twitter. Um, the more work we put in, because you and uh, Erno in particular, and Lieutenant Masters and even Wardog, um, put a lot of work into this server. So mm -hmm. it'd be great to see more support for it. You know, it doesn't cost them nothing. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a, it's a simple, easy way of supporting Daisy. Um, and encouraging people like yourself to keep on doing it so we don't have you burn out and do a war dog on us. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's very much like an... Uh, it's It's been interesting because it's also like an output for me to just kind of creatively just throw stuff out there without having much concern for it. So like just the, the things that I would do if I was running if I was running the show at Bohemia. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... Ah, the, speak of the devil, there's Ray Ray in chat. More people, more victims. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, we're, I'd we're, actually love to see him and Sarah Moore team up. Now, that would have been chaos. Oh, God. I don't even like thinking about that. <laughs> but I think I think the worst case scenario for the server is we just take it public and then have, you know, all kinds of people join. Yeah. And then give the creators priority slots and still run it for a month. Would you do other maps? Would you move the um, mods and stuff to, say, Livonia or a Chernerus or a Deer Isle or something like that? If it gets successful, yeah. Um, well, it was actually interesting because somebody suggested that we actually do this as like a like a every three month or every four month thing. So every four months we run for one month and mm -hmm. like we change the map next time. So next time would be Chernaris. Maybe the next time would be Deer Isle for a month. And then we have, you know, 
different kinds of ways to to sort of bring the server and keep it fresh between runs. So that's also a possibility. But right now we won't change the map. I've got a um, question for you as well. Um, Dino said before that once Armor 4 gets released, he'll be jumping ship and going to that. What about you? To be honest with you, I'm not sure if I'm going to be around for Armor 4. I think I'm going to be completely out of the modding community. But if if I am still modding or I'm still active, I'll, I'll at least stop by, you know, and help people out because I know I know for a fact that once we get once once Armor 4 comes out, we're going to have the head start. So it's this, kind of important is, for us. Is to, this burnout or is this job related? Uh, a little bit of both. I've been burned out for a good, ever since I finished the editor. I've been trying to find new things to keep me motivated to do stuff. Like Namalsk was a pretty good motivator, but beyond that, like Creator Z is a good motivator. But you know, once those kind of opportunities run out, what's next? And if there's nothing next, then I'm probably just gonna, you know, happily fade into existence and let my work go. <clears throat> That's why I have a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to set yourself an impossible goal, uh, Dab. Exactly. Something well, that's like what that. I did with the editor. <laughs> maybe, maybe team up, team up with Dino. Actually, don't team up with Dino. We don't want him to burn out as well. <laughs> we already have a little collab, don't we, with the EVR script and the bloodsuckers? But uh... yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. I help. I, I like helping everyone out in the community. I think it's fun. It's never. A, it's never a case of well, this is my stuff. Nobody else can touch it. It's always a case of this is my stuff. Learn from it. Here's the source code. Have fun. And I just hope that the community benefits from it. Well, good on you, mate. You've made me feel worried again for Daisy, mate. You've made me feel really fucking worried again for Daisy. It just seems <laughs> like we're entering into, we were talking about it earlier, but entering into a bit of a dodgy patch, Marks. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to kind of explain it. It's like a lot of people um, are kind of uncertain about the game's future. Um, you know, whether it be vanilla side or modding side, it's just kind of in a bit of a gray area at the moment, I think. Well, it kind of segues and, into uh, the next topic, mate, the um, uh, accusations against expansion, which is why we've got DOJ here. Um, and um, I, I've been seeing it everywhere, and I've kind of avoided it for a while, but um, Daisy did a post, um, and um, it devolved, as most of them do, but it devolved to a very specific example with this uh, Tyrant 00 Hunter. Well, Daisy Expansion crew is attacking many mod creators right now, so Namika might be removed, whatever Namika is. Um, the mask. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... That, that, what, we, actually the... made, we, we actually made Namika, too. <laughs> I made it, man. This is a joke. Jesus made Yeah, Jesus made it. We're going to... Yeah, you should bring that the, up. The comments. But what the fuck is going on? The, um, you know, um, one, one of um, our um, admin for the podcast, um, Ben, has been very disgruntled with clicks forming and all the rest of it. And I'm on the fence on this one because people gravitate towards people of a similar mentality. It's, you know, people, I saw someone say in a comment that it's getting like fucking high school. Well, no, it's not. It gets like high school when there's um, overly excessive drama involved, but people like to be around people who they look up to, that they seek inspiration from, who they think like. What what is going? What 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 is this all about? This Daisy expansion crew attacking mod creators. What? Tell me the background, Doj. It's fake news. 
Ha! <laughs> 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 no, Can you explain? Well, what's the accusations that they're accusing you guys of? So they're accusing us to delete like ourselves, you know, just we delete mods from the workshop that we don't like or whatever. How can you do that? You don't have that power. No, we can't. Bohemia does, but we can't. That's it. So That's are they do. then saying that you guys are using your influence with your relationship with Sumrak and Thwarten and people within BI to do this? I mean, I guess so, but I think even Sumrak doesn't have like uh He doesn't. You know, the, yeah. He couldn't no, even do it if he wanted to. Sumrak couldn't do it if he wanted to. They're very, Bohemia is very um, like sectioned off for that kind of stuff. They, they don't they can't have any power like that. Otherwise, because it's a conflict of interest. So what what are these rumors for those that haven't uh, heard about them? Are they, uh... Basically I mean, that the expansion I... crew is um, being malicious and going after other mods. Um, and a lot of this, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, DOJ, um, but this is about Nightwolf's helicopters and Jacob's helicopters. All right. From what I mean, from what we know, like obviously, like Nightwolf used, uh, I think that was Bohemia assets, you know. Yep. That he was selling. And I don't know about Jacob, what he done, but that's all I know. Like uh, Nightwolf has well, been selling uh, helicopters, like Bohemia models, for what, like two years now, maybe. And he's made thousands and, and, from it. I've heard. Yeah. What what ends up happening was it's been it's the whole thing is sort of boiled down very much. So it, it started off as like, well, you know, why are my helicopters being removed? They haven't been removed before, so what's different now? And the big change was Bohemia just got access to new band tools. So now that Bohemia has access to these tools, they're going to use them to do the stuff that they've wanted to do for years because they knew that Nightwolf was doing this, but they couldn't do anything about it. So now that they can, that's what changed. Expansion actually had nothing to do with it, but what ha the reason I think why Expansion gets blamed is because uh, Nightwolf likes to spread this one particular image of something that Jacobs that he took that, that something that Jacobs said that he took out of context like two years ago with the whole like expansion selling helicopters drama. Jacob apologized. He knew what he did wrong, and he took something out of context from that and then used that and spread it around the whole Russian community, and then they all like sort of boiled the pot more and more because it sort of it it, it it um it went with their narrative so their narrative is my helicopter mod got banned who did it and who do we get to point fingers at and why is it not bohemia and why is it the guys that are trying to you know do the stuff for free right because they think we have some type of stake in this deal they think that we can actually do anything about that we can't the only thing we can do is provably say that they stole the models we can prove that they stole the models and then we can issue a dmca and then it's definitely are it's definitely us that took them down but not because it's our fault it's because we it's because you're stealing the helicopters if he steals the helicopters it's still it's still his fault we're just the ones that pointed it out so even then that's like the only possible thing that you could point to us and that wasn't even us that did that we just we just took it to the right people we just knew who we just knew who to take it to when the one guy who i'm not going to name brought it up because he brought it to me first of all and then i brought it to the right guys who passed it on to the people inside of BI Legal? That's that's basically what happened, and then the, and then it boils down to the whole Russian community trying to figure out and point fingers at somebody, and it's 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 all a mess. They can't they can't point fingers at anyone, so they immediately think of expansion, because we're the only ones left on the Steam market right now, because we are the only ones that followed the rules, and we didn't break any of them. So that's that's kind of how that boils. That's that's kind that's of where the. 
Do I think that's a lot of... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that guy was reported from day one that he was uh, selling his helicopters. I think what happened was Steam delegated the powers like we said at the start. Now the uh, software houses connect on it. So exactly. It's great. It's a shame for those servers that paid $400 allegedly and mm. they ended up with a broken helicopter, but let that yeah. be a lesson is uh, what I would say. Do uh, I do I think I, I kind of see this a lot sometimes in my live stream chat as well. I think a lot of casual Daisy players think Daisy expansion is part of Daisy that they actually work for Bohemia because of the name. I think a lot of people kind of get mixed up on that, so I think they might think that you have like connections to Bohemia or something like that, and that's why a lot of kind of um, casual players and stuff will point fingers at E as well. I, I think a lot um, of it comes down, Marks, to the relationship between the likes of you know, Dab and Sumrak. Um, I, I would go so far as to say you would be quite close now after all the work you've done together. Is that right, Dab? Definitely, yeah. I consider Adam a good friend. And I think people are implying favoritism uh, because of that. You know, if you say something to him, okay, he's yeah. you're you're going to say it to Dwarden, or sorry, he's going to say it to Dwarden, and then Dwarden's going to take action. Yeah, that's which is total, complete BS. Like, even if, even if, I did say something to Adam about that, and then Adam brought it to legal. It's completely legal's decision to whether or not to remove the mod. Mm. It's it's a private investigation that happens within the company. It's not just going to be like, it's not like, this isn't Gossip Girls. This isn't high school. We're not just going to go up and like spread rumors <laughs> around the lunch table and be like, hey, I heard the Nightwolf was stealing helicopters. Do you think you could get them removed? Like, because expansion wants to have the whole market. We don't want any competition. Like, we want competition. <laughs> we, we like it. But like, these guys just, these guys just seem to think that this is just some fucking playground bullshit that's going on when it's clearly not. The, the Russians don't want to play by everybody else's rules. That's really what, that's really what's happening. They don't want to play by everybody else's rules. They want to be unreasonable. And they think, because they can, because they've got away with it for three years that they can do it more and they can't anymore. <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, what? guys, I got to bounce <clears throat> out of here. I promised my girlfriend I'd play Minecraft with her and I'm already. Not doing that, so... I'm oh, one quick question. One quick question. Are there paid Minecraft mods? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll become a... I was considering becoming a Minecraft modder just for fun, but I don't know. I can't program... I don't like programming in Java. It drives me nuts. Okay. No worries, mate. Give your, <laughs> girlfriend, give your girlfriend a hug and a kiss from us. All right. Take it easy, everyone. Cheers, mate. So, DOJ, what's going on with expansion, mate? You guys were massive, um, and now it's very quiet. I mean, okay, for so for me, like, uh, I kind of stopped modding on it since uh, 108, because I went to hospital, and when I was in hospital for, like, two weeks, 108 dropped, and it literally broke the entire, like, workshop. And since... Uh, since then, like, I haven't really modded that much, you know, because, I don't know, no motivation, and I'm just doing something else, but everyone got kind of burned out, and uh, I know, like, Steve's computer, like, broke. Yep. So he had to buy a new one, and, you know, like, the GPU's uh, situation and everything. And, yeah, I don't know, like, even Banana got burned out, and everyone wants to take a break from it. That's what about the standalone vehicle mod? 
you're gonna have to ask Jacob because I don't know much about it. But yep. I think he's still kind of working on it. I think. Okay, because I know that's the big thing that a lot of people are waiting for, isn't that right, Marks? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people want to try service side helis, and yeah. cars, all that type of stuff. Because Jacob's also been working on motorbikes as well, Dean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I used to talk to Jacob, but I don't know what happened. He, uh, he, uh, I don't know. He disappeared for a while, so maybe the uh, maybe burn out to... again. I don't know. He started watching animes, and since then he just changed. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the same uh, anymore, man. He's just not the same. I think it must. Uh, for all the developers of that, I mean, it must be great when you're right at the top and then, you know, you've done, you complete your projects and then what do you do? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It must be hard to uh, regenerate and say, right, this is next. When you've, uh... I'll be honest with you, I'd... expansion isn't my thing. And when I say that, I mean, I don't play that genre. Uh, I don't, I'm not into helicopters in the, uh, scenario etc when i play single player anyway and uh, make add-ons but uh hmm. i know a hell of a lot of work goes into that and it must it must burn you out certainly yeah especially me like placing grass you know <laughs> manually <laughs> but yeah yeah monster uh for expansion was there a lot of pressure at the end before it was released like to get it out do you think it should have been delayed a little bit longer Maybe that would have saved you honestly, off from being completely burnt out. Honestly, I think it's a good thing we uh, released it before 108 because otherwise mm -hmm. I think uh, it would have been delayed like for so fucking long. Like you have no right, idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I look forward to um, seeing what's going to happen uh, next of expansion. I hope you guys do continue um, because you've generated a lot of hype when DayZ needed it. Um, you know, back before the boom and that, and, um, you know, there were even videos crediting you guys with saving Daisy um, back then as well. So, yeah, I'm still watching very closely, and I think if um, uh, Jacob can get the vehicle standalone pack um, out, um, like um, Yana Chinaris has just said in chat, burnout is a phrase that's been mentioned a lot tonight. Um, let's just hope Jacob hasn't gotten burnt out as well. Um, yeah. Uh, he's just, he's just uh, watching animes. Hentai or animes? Both, probably. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, we're uh, into the uh, wind down now, guys and girls. Uh, mod mini spotlight. Um, uh, sorry, Dean, but um, I um, didn't realise you were going to be on the show tonight, so I had someone else picked. Um, a modder by the name of Hell. Hellmaker. He has some really, really interesting mods, guys and girls. Um, it's it's more up my alley. Um, but uh, the, the two main ones, like I've talked about him before, he's got the green country map that he's working on, uh, which just looks beautiful to me. Um, so much forest, and I love forest because you can get lost when you're in the forest. Uh, but he's also got Hell Retex Survival, um, Hell Retex Weapons, and the Hell Retex Enhanced Gameplay which is basically like um, uh, a new or more up-to-date version of medical attention, if people remember that mod. 
Um, if you're into hardcore DayZ, you need to be looking for servers that have, in particular, these two mods on them. They are phenomenal. Hell Retech Survival, you can actually craft things um, from stone. Stone hammers, stone axe, stone knives, um, stone pickaxe, stone shovels. Um, it's just, you know, even make a, um, uh, a saw out of sticks and wire and um, crafting from wood and just... He's got some simple little cards there that you can put in your Discord to show people. It's, it's a hard one, um, unless you've got a really dedicated core community. A lot of people just don't know that these things are there. So you dial down the, um, the vanilla stuff because you've got these recipes to make stuff. But a lot of people just don't know how to craft them. Uh, but you can put these in your Discord, these little cards that he's got made up. Um, and it's a simple little guide to make the axe equals this plus the stone axe head. To make the axe head is a rock and rope. Um, to make the handle is bark plus a knife. And just, yeah, simple five pieces of bark plus a knife. And just simple little things like that that, um, you know, I did have some players memorably on my server when it was still up um, that uh, couldn't even work it out from the pictures. Um, but, yeah, it's a fantastic little mod. Um, and then the... Um, the Hell uh, Retex Enhanced Gameplay um, adds some really interesting um, uh, factors to the game. Um, hygiene, so your character needs to start washing, or else you start, if you get to red hygiene, you actually start attracting more infected. And you have flies buzzing around you, which annoys the absolute crap out of you. So you've got to strip completely naked at a water source and wash your body down. You've also got the um, one that a lot of people might remember from medical attention, the sleep. Um, as you get more tired, if you hit red tired, you'll start hobbling like you're injured because you're just exhausted and you need to lay down using the emote wheel uh, to rest. But there's a lot more to it than just that. Hygiene management, diet management, um, tiredness management, um, backpack restrictions when on backslot, um, eat drink restriction when a cloth like a mask is worn. Just, yeah. Um, <coughs> You can use soap now to clean up faster, Dumpgrass saying in chat. So nice and clean. <laughs> Just a really, really fascinating uh, bunch of mods that I highly recommend um, you check out if you're looking for a way to spice up your server. Um, I'll post a link to it in chat. But yeah, have you ever heard of it, Marks? Yeah, I have, yeah. I have. I've seen quite a few of his things. He's good. They're good. Good quality as well. What do you think of them, Dean? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, what I was pointing out to you earlier on when I said about crafting, and you must have mentioned it last stream. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's like, like I said, if server owners and players talk to add-on makers more, they are <clears throat> they give more impetus, you know, they... They spur people, add-on makers on to make things. Because often, like myself, I don't really play the game, so I don't know what's needed. Yeah. It's kind of selfish way to be. I know I make things that I like. Uh, I want more cooking. I want more cooking. Actual recipes, not just point a stick at um, a fire and hold the wheel until it um, turns brown. Um, I want to be able to actually make recipes. Um, that's one of my big things, you know. Get some veggies and get some meat. Make a stew. I know. Um, is it much stuff has that in it? Um, yes, it is much stuff. 
Mass's, uh, Mass's um, oh, sorry, Mass's Many Items. Mass's Many Items has it. Alexa wants to join in, I think. Or <laughs> but yeah, that, well, when you start learning add-on making, that can be your first lesson. It's one of the easiest. <laughs> yes, you've been harassing me, and I've, I've got to find the time um, very, very soon to sit down and learn that with you um, so I can talk a bit more knowledgeably about it. Um, I hope so. You'll be surprised how easy it is to uh, get the basics down. Um, then we've also... Trouble. Sorry? It's a lie. <laughs> it's so complicated. <laughs> Nobody mentioned map making. <laughs> Now, we've oh, also yeah. got the uh, Content Creator Mini Spotlight, um, and I hope I haven't covered this guy before, but I am a huge fan of his. Call Me Ripe. Now, we were talking um, negatively about the Russians before with the uh, mods, uh, but um, Call Me Ripe is an absolutely fantastic uh, Russian streamer. Um, the guy is a purist of Daisy, um, but he's not like... Um, uh, just a survivalist or anything like that. He loves the survival aspect. He loves PvP. He loves base raiding. He's just one of the most knowledgeable and unsung uh, Daisy streamers out there. You will absolutely love watching him. He also does tech streams. He's very tech savvy. The guy's a fucking doctor. He's actually a, re um, a, a qualified doctor in Russia, but they just don't earn a lot in Russia. So he stopped being a doctor. Um, and he does other stuff now. He, he's fairly, uh, you know, um, like doesn't talk a lot about his personal life, uh, but definitely worth checking him out. I'll put his um, link in the chat as well, but please consider giving this guy a follow. Um, if you enjoy Daisy, you will really enjoy watching Call Me Rive. I'm a huge, huge fan of his. Um, just, yeah, really good guy. Really good guy. Um, Artwork creator, mini spotlight. And again, I'm hoping I haven't covered her um, before, but I'm starting to run short of um, people. Um, yeah, he speaks English on stream, Dazzy Boy. Um, he's, he's very, very uh, fluent in English. Um, heavy Russian accent, of course, uh, which I kind of enjoy listening to. Um, but yeah. Um, Match. For those who don't know, uh, Match is an Aussie emote artist. She's also a Twitch affiliate. Um, and she works with the Pipsy community as well. Um, she's also the other half of Fubar Bundy, but she has done um, a lot of my emotes as well. Um, I know a lot of people are waiting for um, uh, for Doctor Strange Love and the like to become familiar. But if you're in this neck of the woods and you want to support a local Aussie, um, I can't recommend Match enough. Um, she's very, very talented. Um, she can be contacted on Twitter, and there's her link, uh, Matchbox. Um, and she's uh, another legend of the Australian um, Daisy community as well. Last but not least, folks, um, we have the community spotlight, and I want to shine it on um, one of the um, members of the Daisy podcast admin team, Foxy Pope, um, who has reinvented his Daisy blackout service. Um, he doesn't have a website for him that I'm aware of, uh, but I do have a link which I will share um, to the Discord. Uh, if you are interested in... Um, he's, he's done a shit ton. Are you here, Foxy? Are you in chat, mate? 
but he was me and him were talking beforehand. Uh, but he's he's creating some custom stuff for his server. Um, he's just he's putting his heart and soul into it. And if you're looking for something new to try out, folks, um, give, give join the server, find out more about it, and yeah, jump on there, give him a watch. Uh, Daisy Twitter watch. What do you think of the Daisy Twitter account at the moment, Marks? Um, it's kind of very boring, isn't it? It's kind of there's not much yeah, thank happening you. on it. I know they post thank you um, some stuff, but it's nothing. It's nothing. Doj, you, you know. run um, help run the Daisy EXP account. Uh, I mean, yeah, the official account is. Uh, I mean, I kind of liked you know when Scotty was. Uh, yes. You know. Doing his uh, Scotty and Jakub. Yeah, but I don't know. I think there should be like more, uh, even more involved. Uh, how do you say? Like the community should be even more involved into it. Yes. Like make uh, make some events and uh, you yes, know, some stuff. When was the last time that you can remember Daisy running an event thing? God, I'll be honest here. I can't remember any at all. It goes as, as far as I can remember. It goes back to Batty. I'm, I'm sorry, I lie. They have done on occasion. The devs are on this server. Come join us and hunt us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the last yeah. organised stuff that I can remember, Marks, is um, um, oh, sorry. There's the um four months ago with the building contest they did. Uh, but that wasn't really an event per se, but that was the sort of no. thing I would like to see more of, Marks. Stuff like the building competition yeah. with a prize mm-hmm. at the end of it. You know, whether it be a fucking Daisy hoodie or an in-game item. Um, you know, just something, anything. Yeah, it would be cool to have more. It seems like the Daisy Twitter has gone a bit profesh- too professional recently. Maybe a way to put on it. It'd be cool sterile. to have the community more it's very events. sterile. Yeah, sterile, yeah. Um. Yeah, it would be cool to see more of that. In, um, definitely. Yeah. I reckon they should yeah. um, employ you, DOJ, to run the Daisy Twitter account. Oh, boy. Be banned. <laughs> Yon, Yon of Shinaris has just summed it up. The Daisy Twitter account reads like it's actually being run by someone who has never actually played the game. I kind of agree at some point. No. It's like they've got a couple of uh, marketing grads or something. No offence to them. They might be lovely people, but they need... Look at how much hype they generated when you said, DOJ, um, about Marks and Jakub when they were running... Uh, sorry, Scotty and Jakub when they were running the account. Look at how involved the community was. We were loving it. It was funny. We were interacting with them. Right now, they need to be doing more for us. Not just events, but something, anything. Just generate some hype. Not just on Twitter, but also on the forums and um, on whatever. Like, I would love to see them. Um, you know, we're starting to you know, get into a... Well, I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world. I, I, I'm probably jumping the gun here a bit. Um, but like later this year, we've got PAX Australia. But I'd love to see them getting out. You know, send one person to PAX Australia just to, to meet up with the fans and hand out some hats or... Stickers, even or, or something, just generate some hype. Give a give a bit yeah, of love back to the community. I I don't think the if they're they're in Europe, I don't think they'll be uh, leaving their country anytime soon. 
mm. within the year anyway. Um, I think uh, all hands are on armor for a deck at the minute. When's, when is the 20th anniversary of uh, Flashpoint? Is it June 21st this year or something? I heard uh, maybe everything's focused on that at the minute and then uh, when that has its song and dance, they might come back a bit. Huh? The guys in chat are saying, um, how good would it be if the devs highlighted a mod? Uh, I think they've done it in the past, but I think there was one actually contained uh, stolen assets and uh, they never did it again uh, since that. Look, you can't let yourself be burnt by something like that though, DOJ. You've just got to say, sorry, um, we didn't realise it had a stolen asset in it. Um, but And, you know, pick the more reputable people. Pick the ones who've proven themselves. Don't pick, you know, Joe Bloggs has just uploaded, um, um, you know, Dodgy Brothers uh, asset retextures. Um Pick the more established ones and, you know, the people who are demonstrating themselves and show some love to them. Pick a community. Shine a spotlight on a Daisy community out there. Even, you know, I, uh, yeah, it pretty much seems all they, they do I, is talk about, you know, they'll, they'll say so-and-so is streaming or something like that. You know, they, they could help change a lot of the culture as well for modding, uh, making it more uh, seen as mainstream. Um Yeah. I think there's a lot of, um, I'm guessing legal probably has a little, I, I would assume they might have like a little rule set or something they might have to follow by. Um, I could be wrong, but I, I wouldn't surprise me if, I you know. About it, yeah. yeah, yeah, legal might have, might be, yeah. you know. I think they should them. have a workshop over in, uh, <clears throat> they used to have them for armed assault, modding workshops. Uh I think they had one once, but they invited streamers instead of add-on makers. But yeah. anyway, just something. We we it's... need to see some activity from them. We need to see some, you know, generate a little bit of hype and that. We know there's community managers. Um, would love to see something, anything. Um, you know, give some codes to streamers to give out. I don't know. Um, just generate some hype. But it's it's. It, it, I I hate to say it but it feels like Daisy's becoming that um, old dog by the front door that everyone kicks on the way into the door again, um, which it was when this it was down to around about 3,000. Sorry, DOJ? This is going to die a second time. <laughs> it feels sad to say it, doesn't it? Yeah. Marks, I think you've got um, your title, and I hate to say it. I fucking hate to say it, mate, but the highlight video has to be, we've talked, we've come back to this topic twice, um, I, I fucking, I hate myself. I hate myself for saying this, but is Daisy dying? Yeah. <laughs> that, she's, that comes and that one would be good. I already see them. Um, but the thing yeah, is, you, I think you would do a different angle on it, mate, because I think you could put in what we are talking about and then you could put in your own angle because we haven't said XYZ game is going to kill Daisy, but <clears throat> is they okay? That lad says, well, um, no, it's not. Um, Seawall saying definitely not dying. Notorious Bam Bam, no chance. Um, but is it on a downward trend again? It could be when Rust hits, it's certainly infected. <laughs> lad, I will yeah, hit I mean... you up on that, mate. Send me a DM on Discord, buddy. I will hit you up on that. Um, because yeah, it's 
it just <clears throat> it feels a bit scary. Okay, Dumpgras in the house. What do you got to say on this matter, Dumpgras? Uh, so Daisy is not dying. Uh, there are amazing projects being worked on right now. There's actually a AI system that is being worked on incredibly well, and it's going really well. Uh, there's tons of things going on in the background. And yeah, I don't think a lot of people are seeing it, but if you just look through the workshop, you'll see all of the creativity and all of the servers that people are playing on. Uh, it was like, what, less than six months ago, uh, you yourself were posting a thing about how Daisy isn't dead and how you know we had the top highest population. We're just at a low divot like any server pop has, but it's just for a game. We're going to go back up. We're going to get more people, and it's going to keep going. As long as the developers of the game keep providing us quality updates, like they have, fixing bugs, introducing new content, helping modders with new features and new ways of modding, I think we're actually going to keep going up. I, I, I think on the PC side, I agree with you, but on the console side, they're at a bit of a... And that's the key it's, it's point like the, right there, uh, Dumpgra. Yeah, Mark, continue, yeah. mate. You know, there's there's millions of people that play the game on console. Millions um, between both platforms, and the con the content that they're not adding to the game right now could kill it because most console players, I feel, have a less uh, limited um, a less time to wait for these updates and wait for content to be added. And I think after a while, especially, I know I keep bringing it up, especially when Rust release, releases onto console, you could probably see a lot of players going towards that if there isn't a big content push for console in the next coming months, however long that'll be. I see your point, but counterpoint, they're going to go to Rust, and then they're going to see what Rust really is. Now, I knew it's an amazing game, but they're going to see some of the toxicity, and they're going to come back to the games that they know and love. Now, Mind you, Daisy devs should actually um, focus more on making sure that the console people get the same updates as the PC players around the same time, because you know having these updates take way longer to be pushed to console than PC is a little bit mm. yeah, sucky. a bit more complicated and stuff. If Daisy devs just kind of shift their focus a little bit and paid a little bit more attention to the consoles, I think they'll retain most of their base even if Rust does release to console. Scalesway just got a good point there as well. Maybe console rust will attract people to the survival genre who haven't played that style of game before, and it will lead to players trying out DayZ. That's a good idea. Good. Yeah, good. Um, it, it's going to be interesting mm. to see how well Rust performs on... I think Scalesway has been playing a bit of the Rust better. It's going to be interesting to see how well it performs compared to, you know, Daisy's always been... Console version Daisy's always been kind of told as... Doesn't really perform very well, quite laggy and screen tearing, all that stuff. But um, that could also have a bit of an effect on it. But then, like Scales Spirit said, they could bring a lot of people towards it. I'm, I'm with Jan of Chinaris here. I just said to him, um, join the Discord as well. But Daisy feels like it has never been more popular in terms of numbers, but the culture feels like it has changed to me. As an old school player, mm. I feel like I'm losing my game to the mainstream. Like you're going to more of a population, right? Yeah. What? Say that again. I said you're going to do that when you get more of a population. You're going to attract more various different types of a culture. Um, mod when modding was introduced to DayZ, 
you kind of broke the mold of DayZ and said, have at it. And people had at it and we've attracted different types of players. So overall, the culture has changed. Has it changed for the worse? And that's up to your opinion. But I think overall, it's not necessarily a horrible thing that the culture has changed. Galsby just saying okay. I've heard uh, from other people that Rust runs very well on console, much better than Daisy on last gen, but you didn't hear that from me. No worries, Galsby. Your secret is safe with us <laughs> and YouTube. We'll put that in the video, I promise. Okay, Rag, Rag, Rag Tyson's got a really good point there as well. From what I understand, there's over 7,000 servers right now, which is diluting the Lost. player base massively. And that's only I on PC. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. We need to yep. see more collabs. Um, it's probably something I did wrong. Probably something I did wrong myself with my server. I just I, I closed Dean's Beans this week because it just didn't gain any traction. And you know, yeah. I've, I've only got a limited amount of time um, available. And I just, I couldn't. But I, I think I could have added um, um, some great assets to a, a hardcore survival community. But I chose to be arrogant enough to think I could do it myself. Um, and I got my ass kicked like so many other server creators out there. Can I give a reason as to why I think a lot of servers die? I think it's one of the big ones. A lot of servers out there are not unique. A lot of servers are carbon copies of each other. And maybe servers, the only thing they'll do is they'll place a few buildings around, they'll add a couple of guns, reskin them, and that's it. And they'll think, okay, that's good. My server's going to fill up. They're not unique yeah. enough. That's not going to bring people to Actually, 100% agree. And okay, I'm just going to give the idea because I wanted to do it myself, but I'm just too lazy and I don't have time. I wanted to create a server where you just spawn a debug and you'll have to go on the coast to get the good loot. And I think that would change, like, uh, you know, the cycle, like how people play the map. Mm hmm. And I think that would be actually unique. Like we, I've never seen this before, and I don't know. What do you think, Dean? Like this, like this, this kind of concepts will completely make like a like change the game, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you see it with the um, rearm server. I done a video on a couple of weeks ago. The Escape from Tarkov inspired one. That's completely unique. There's no server like that out there. Like, you know, it's it's completely different. Nobody's ever seen anything about it before. And it just got swarmed with people because it exactly. was something that nobody ever seen. That server is full and has 70 player queues waiting to get in. People are waiting three hours to get into that server because of, you know, it's, it's it blew up in a week. I see everyone so on uh, Daisy Models, you know, who, who ask, uh, wait, can you set up my server? This is, I want to make something unique and they just ask for like mods that everyone has already so yeah yeah it's just carbon copy well that's one that's an important thing to state is people say can you set up my server and i think a lot of people who start up servers don't have any idea how much effort it takes to actually oh, properly yeah. set up a server reason why um, i don't want to do it myself <laughs> yeah i mean it's a pain like you got to go through all the extra knowledge you got to do all the nominals lifetimes restock values there's so much to learn and there's so much to yeah. teach you need a team it's just, you, you might as well you know, throw money in the trash can for like the first couple of months because you're not going to have that player base immediately because you have to develop everything and become unique, like Mark said. But I think a lot of players just, a lot of server owners just get overwhelmed 
They see that mm -hmm. they don't have a population. They're spending day C servers are also really expensive. Right. Like uh, the basic whatever is, you know, like uh, 40 or 50 bucks for like a 20 to 30 man slot server. And that server can barely handle most of the mods that you want to put on. Yeah, that's the problem I um, have. So like people look at it and go, why am I spending 60 bucks a month if there's only two people playing on my server? And they don't really ever become, I call it the daisy maturity rate rating. Uh, one in every 12 servers become um, adult servers and um, live on to adulthood. Okay. And uh, that's the basic joke, right? But uh, yep. it's waiting to have that population. It's waiting to have the content that makes people want to play, like Mark said. But most servers just don't do it. No. They're just boring. You get on. It's the same. It's just the same thing over and over again on 90% of the servers out there at the moment. One gazillion yeah, times loot yeah. and yeah, trade. People just want to have a, have a server to have a server. You know, They just want to be admins and spawn stuff, I guess. Well, but that's not what it is. The biggest reason I know people start servers is they start servers because they don't like the way most servers are run or they don't like the content that most servers have or their loot economy. It's always something, mm -hmm. right? And they think that running a server is going to be easy enough that they can just do it, you know, with only a couple of hours of work every week. But if you have a popular popular enough server, it's actually quite a bit of work. Yeah. It's uh a lot more than I ever thought it was on you. Nobody scratched the surface. I sold it. I could run a kick-ass RP server, but I'm broke right now. Laugh my ass off. Need a business partner, any takers. Mate, if you um, reckon you could add to an RP server, go join something like Daisy Underground. Or, um, you know, there's some really good um, RP servers already out there. Because, yeah, I, I do think that's a massive issue, just the, the sheer volume of servers that are all competing for... Yeah, you know, what what did I see? What was that? It's at um thirty four thousand, thirty five thousand people now. You divide that by seven thousand, you know, it's it's less than five people per server on average. Yeah, there needs to be like just a massive wipe. All these empty servers just need to be. I I don't think it's possible, but you know, hypothetically, there just needs to be a wipe of all of these servers. Just get rid of them and oh, yeah. leave the popular ones with the medium popular ones. Then do it, but it, they would all just spring up again instantly. So. Maybe yeah. yeah. because every time I launch Daisy SA, it just takes like 15 seconds to load every server, and all of them are like empty. So empty. Yeah. <laughs> just well, yeah, the funny thing the is, is, when Daisy first started, they only gave out so many licenses to all of the servers to be rented out, and then that didn't work out very well for them. But uh, it's kind of funny if you ever look into the history of like uh, how many licenses were given to uh, these server renting companies uh, in the beginning mm, didn't know because that. right now it's they have unlimited license they can rent as many servers as they want of a daisy mm -hmm. before it was a we only have so many of these servers we can rent out before bohemia goes no don't do that maybe something like that needs that. to happen again keep them all in check or something you know see that said i'm, I'm a bit like scale speeder um i don't mind a low pop server um but yeah just uh, it'd be good to see some people team up and consolidate their assets and just imagine the, the servers they could create, DOJ, um, when you get, you know, a good team of five or six people with a good complement of skills and, yeah, they all create something uniquely uh, brilliant but collaboratively. 
that's a that's another thing as well is that a lot of people make these servers and then they'll go oh i'll just get these content credits come on promote your service for you like the amount of messages i've had over the past couple of months of people just saying will you check out my server will you stream on my server all this stuff and you go you know they give you like your mod list or whatever and it's just same stuff every server like all the servers are just the exact same. You you type in their name on the D- Daisy Sandlot, not sure. Zero players, and it's like you, you can't stream on there. Yeah, like, oh. I don't. There's so many like good ideas out there, you know, that you can try, but no one does. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of a shame. That reminds me, Marks. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke. Um. Okay, guys. Um. Individual spotlights. What was yours for the the week, Dij? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to come here, so. <laughs> but what about you then, Dean? Creator Z, you know. Creator Z, that's mine as well. Creator Z has to be Creator Z. Uh, spotlight. I, I guess the big one this week was uh, Bohemia cleaning up the uh, workshop a bit for me. As an add-on maker, it's nice to see uh, some of the uh, scum wiped off the top of the. Uh, Pot, shall we say? Sorry, I have um, to um, just quickly uh, address a comment in chat um, from Matrix or Matrix. Sorry. Uh, so okay, so M3S truck can uh, take barrels in it, uh, but you can't actually put into those barrels once they're installed into the truck. What was Bohemia's idea on this? I'm a Bohemia fan since Armor Two, mate. Talking to the fucking choir. You can also attach um, crates to it. And you can't put anything into those items. What the actual, but yeah, we'll save that for another day. But I completely, you 110% agree. It just annoys me. Can't you? No. I've, I've been able to do it. You sure? 100%. Well, have items in a barrel inside of E3S, you mean? Oh, crate. I've, okay. I have video footage of it. I think you can put okay. stuff in the crate, but you can't put stuff in the barrels. Okay, just the barrels then. I have, yeah. I have the crates, yes. I'm not sure about barrels, yeah. Okay. Well, now think about the... this. Each, How many barrels can be attached to it? Four, is it? Two. Okay, yeah. so there's already, a, uh, what, a thousand slots on that thing? Yeah, something like that. So that's, and each uh, crate is 50. And how many crates can you do? Four. So 200. Uh, so that's eight, 1,800 slots. They storage, did it yeah. for balance reasons. Because if you pull up to somebody's base and you can literally put their entire base in your truck and drive off, that would just suck. True. Eh. Very true. I'm not saying that like it's. Not, they shouldn't. They uh, shouldn't police the game like that. But I mean, the game's—it's a video game. You got to balance a, it. A, but a truck suppose... is a very, very hard thing to protect. Um, there aren't many buildings. You need to build a big fucking base uh, with walls um, to hide a truck. Because um, there aren't many buildings that you can actually drive a truck into um, to lock down, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I just... So imagine this scenario, Boydie. You have a truck. You built a big base to protect it. And let's say Joe Smo and his buddies build a, a, a small base. You just take that truck over to his base and you clean them all the way out. They rage quit the server and never play Daisy again. Yeah, that's Daisy. That's the balance I'm talking about. But I've, I've, I've been on the receiving end of a bad raid um, yeah. where I, I lost everything. 
where I lost fucking everything and they even like stripped the walls down for the nails. Um, but like Notorious Bam Bam saying, that's Daisy. Um, you know, that that's up to server um, community servers to manage with how many of them they let spawn on the server. Um, you know, on vanilla, I think it'd be nigh on impossible to build a base where you could lock down a truck. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's silly that you can attach them. But there's, then again, people in chat are saying you can actually, but it's a bit of a process. Yeah, Has to be on a flat surface and only move through inventory sliding. Yes, you can. The barrels have to be open when you attach them. The crates, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, it's just a bit and of a, bit of a buggy a, process. I've noticed, well, you have to be at like a certain angle of the truck to yep. look in to actually get the barrels to pop up. Yeah. Um, but I think as well with the balancing issue, didn't they, is that one of the reasons why they made the truck slow? Or oh, is it just so the truck slow. slow because it's truck? It was always slow. Well, was I think testing the truck is slow. It's always been slow, but you can, uh, you can technically drop the truck from space and it will take no damage from the collision with the ground. I've seen like people, you know, debugging myths about it. Uh, so it pretty much never takes any collision damage, which is kind of interesting. That's pretty interesting. I should have known that. But yeah. Um, Marks, what was your highlight of the week, mate? Um, I got to highlight um, Dozing Chopper stream. Dozing Chopper? Um, yeah. I was, it was, I was meant to highlight him two weeks ago or whatnot, but just never got the chance. Um, I've been tuning into the streams. When JLK was running his Base Wars event for that weekend, I tuned into him and he is just probably... He is the best PvPer in DayZ, hands down. Just he he makes PvP in this game look easy. You know when he's going up against, he, he wipes squads like it's nothing. Um, just an absolute monster at it. Um, I've been playing with him recently the past week, week and a half now, and he's just been carrying me in pretty much every gunfight we've run into, and he's just yeah, really really good at the game and good streamer as well. So I decided I wanted to. Uh, Shout him out. So that's my um, that's my spotlight. And mine is the same as DOJ. Um, it has to be creators. Um, probably the biggest thing. Um, yes, Dazzy Boy. Sorry, I'm going to go back to that. Dozing Chopper has been treated like crap. Very undeserved. Unfortunately, when you're as skilled as someone like him, like there's a guy in Australia who gets the same stuff said about him. His name is Tom Hop. Um. And they're, you know, they're, 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 they're basically like shrouds. They're gods of PvP. They do shit that the average mere mortal mm -hmm. cannot do when they're gaming. Or when they do, it's a miracle. There are people who are that good. Um, now, I don't know Dozing Chopper personally. Um, I know of him. I've chatted with him on various mediums before. Um, but I, I'm inclined to give the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but there are people who call him a stream sniper. There are people who call him a hacker. Like the guy in Australia, Hop, he even has an overlay now that pops up um, when people come into his chat and accuse him of botting. And he's made up a little um, overlay that pops up and makes it look like he's running hacks. It's quite funny. Um, people have even fallen for it. I've had people message me saying, is this guy hacking? Um, the, the, the amount of times like we've been playing on a PvP server the past week and a half, the amount of times he's been reported in that week and a half alone, yep. just from people think, thinking he's hacking. And when you see it, like when you're actually teamed up, he's just he's just that good at the game. Like he's he's really, really good. I think he was, I don't know, he's quite a 
really good PUBG player as well and stuff. So reach out to him, mate. Um, Let's get him on the podcast. He's scheduled, I think, for sometime in June. Have I already got him? Fuck me, I'm getting yep. old. Well, we can double check, but he is. Uh... I am just going. I'm going into it now to check. Respect. Yep. Yeah, oh no, he is fifth of June. We've got Dozing yep. Chopper. Yeah. God, I'm a fucking mm-hmm. idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> So good. I'm looking be, forward. Um, to, I'm looking forward to that one even more now. Um, but yeah, yeah. it'll be a good one. Um, but yeah, but again, we'll go back to it. My highlight is the spotlight. Uh, sorry, is uh, Cherneris. Um, oh god, it's. I've been up a few hours, guys, and I didn't get a lot of sleep again last <laughs> night. It's a bad morning for me. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Creator Z. Um, the work that's gone into it. Um, the commitment to the game. Um, is just yeah. Uh, Dozy Chopper is on fifth of January, episode sixty-three, guys. Fifth um, of June. Sorry, fifth of June. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I might go get an Alzheimer's check or dementia check. I think I've muddled up about ten words in the last couple of minutes. Uh, but yeah, guys and girls, thank you so so much. Um, Doj, thank you for coming on at short notice. Uh, Dean, thank you for jumping on at extremely short notice, mate. Our two guests stood us up, but. We will persist, Marks. We will do it again. We've got another Players episode scheduled for um, April 25th, um, and we have Mike Doherty and Blunden lined up for that one um, to talk more um, about the game from a player's perspective. Um, And I'm going to throw it back at you all. You know, we we take the feedback on board, Marks, that we're more PC-focused, that we're more uh, modern and creative-focused in that. So... We're, we're giving you guys what you want. Um, we need to hear more. We need a new topic next week to talk about this console specific. Um, and we need more people to let us know that they want to be. We need um, two people for the May episode, for the players episode. So if you're interested in coming on the podcast and getting to stare at my tap, gap tooth grin for um, a few hours, um, hit us up in the podcast discord. Um, link is in the description as always. Dean, thank you so, so much, mate. It was a pleasure and an honour to finally get to talk to you. Hey, no problem. Anytime. Anytime. And DOJ, mate, you, you're fucking almost a regular on the podcast now, mate. I've been here a few times, yeah. But thank you for coming on to represent Expansion, mate. And stop fucking uh, picking on all those other mods out there, you big bully. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, I just saw Nightwolf just uploaded like a new one. Hang on. I'm going to... You know, delete it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> With your mysterious powers. <laughs> yeah. But no. Thank you all so, so much, everyone who's been here in chat. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, Mark, you'll be streaming again next week, mate? Yes, so I'll be back streaming again next week. Yep. He just had a, uh, a rough day today on Day Z, guys, and he wasn't up to streaming, but he still did the podcast. He's a little trooper, our little Marks. Reached out and given you a cheek pinch, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, mate. All the best, everyone. And we will see you next week when we have, looking at the um, schedule, uh, OG Levitt and Uncle Ray Ray coming back. It's going to be a bit of a spicy one, guys. We're going to be touching on some stuff um, that we sort of touched on today, but you do not want to miss next week one. Um, Yeah. Yonov Chinaris, Marx is the right-hand man of the podcast. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All the best, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Later.